The following views expressed are those of the speakers and do not represent the views of DOD or its components. I don't hear myself through my headphones. Pay attention because you are now listening to Permission to Speak Freely. This is not a music podcast, but it's been a really crazy week. You know, for music, man, we had two major artists release albums this week. We had Kanye and we had Drake release albums. You know, Kanye had, what, three weeks of promo, probably close to a month going to different stadiums and doing different uh, shows, partnership with Apple Music. Then we had Drake, who had everybody wait and sit quietly and, and drop. Did you hear any, Did you hear any of those albums? Yes, I have. I heard some of both of them, actually, man. Um, yeah. You know, I'm a... You know, Drake, I feel like Drake did his thing, man. Um, but that's that's Drake, though. I wasn't expecting nothing less from Drake, man. Uh, but Kanye album was a little little unique, though. He had some songs on there that like, I really, really like. And then he had some songs on there that I was, like, okay with, you know. But my biggest thing with Kanye album was, man, that shit was long as hell. Yeah, I mean, that's a yeah. that's a good workout. I mean, you work, <laughs> you go on a run, you good. We get that Kanye on, man. <laughs> Yeah, man. I think it's a lot of tracks though, man. But that, but to me though, man, as a as a business guy, man, like like uh, for, for Kanye, man, that stuff he was doing before the Donna thing, man, that's money, man. You know he was making so much money off that stuff, man. Yeah, before yeah, he released yeah, that yeah. album, man. Yeah. So, and I, I think he wanted to do some more, man, before he released. I heard him say something about they released it without his authority or something, but I don't know. Yeah, he got a he. Got, I just saw today he got a song with Andre three thousand and. uh where he actually, like, he dissing Drake on it. He got a song with Andre. I just listened to it today, like, right before, actually, probably right before you texted oh, me. Oh, man, I got to look that up. Yeah, Andre murdered it, man. Andre, man, I'm about to just be honest, man. Andre, he in my top five, man. <laughs> like, yeah. like, Andre in my top five, man. And, and, and people, you know, they outcast only got, uh, he only got no solos. He only got albums. I don't care, man. That dude, that dude is one of the best that I've heard, man. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Any a good actor, any a good musician, and everything else like yeah. that. And I, and also, I think uh, one of them. I know he don't have a lot of um sing uh, by himself, you know, solo projects. But I think to me, man, it goes back to loyalty, though, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Loyalty, big boy, and all that type of stuff, man. I, I don't know, man. That's what I think about it. Yeah, so I mean, my early—I don't got an early review for the uh, Drake album yet, um, and I ain't listened to the Kanye album enough to say I got a review. When I did hear it, I thought it was good. I thought it was like unique. I thought it was like uh, some new stuff that I never heard Kanye do. But whenever I hear from Kanye, he do something new and different. My, I, I'm not like I said, no early review. I ain't gonna say it's good or bad with Drake. The one thing I will say, my opinion on the Drake album is that I've heard a bunch of Drake albums and this is a normal Drake album. Like most of the songs sound like songs I've heard before from Drake. Now the caveat, like, well, my only problem with that idea is that every song that I say sounds like a song I've heard before from Drake. I've heard Drake do better at that song. Like this, not the best uh, collection of songs that I've heard from Drake. Um, and that's not to say anything. I mean, I know he's in like the height of his career and probably on the back end of it. Um, but, um, at least for me, when, when, um, artists become veterans, um, I like to at least hear one to two songs that I could say is better are comparable to some of the best songs in a, in their career. 
or whatever. Like when Hove, when Jay Z did 444, that song 444, the song 444 in there, that's one of the best songs in his career. You know what I'm saying? So not every song need to top it, but at least one or two. But like I said, I, I still got to live with this uh, Drake album for a while. Uh, he got a song on there with Wayne and Ross. I mean, it's the same as the Lord Knows song that he did with Ross. The same kind of vibe. And Lord Knows is is a better song. His uh, dance hall kind of song, his Afrobeat song. He got other Afrobeat songs that's better Afrobeat songs. So, so I mean, like, but I, I got to live with it a little bit longer. I do like it. Um, I listened to it once, then I listened to it again. The second time I listened to it, I liked it more than the first time. So it is growing on me, but nothing groundbreaking. Normal Drake, uh, regular territory for Drake. You know what I'm saying? It's like that person that make the good mac and cheese every single <laughs> holiday. You know what I'm saying? You, you know expect, it's gonna be good. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. It ain't nothing yeah. different. But um, this is PTSF, and I don't, it's episode 16. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, episode 16, man. Coming up on a one year anniversary real soon. Um, but I'm gonna put a disclaimer out there real early on. It's going to be a whole lot of reading, uh, a whole lot of looking up, looking at our phones, a whole lot of looking at stuff. I got uh, a bunch of nav admins printed out, and that's because we had a crazy week. We had a busy week this week. <laughs> a lot of stuff happened, man. We we talked on the phone, man, and I'm like, damn, I wish we could have recorded the conversation that we had on the phone. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so much happened this week in the military. We, we did start off talking about music a little bit because that's what's going on in our world you know what i'm saying but a whole lot happened in the navy and we gonna get to it <laughs> let's get <laughs> you know, to it man <laughs> well the military as a whole like a whole lot happened so i mean we gotta get to it so i'm actually energetic i'm ready to do this man i've been looking forward to this oh yeah About for you, sure man. man for sure man same way with you man it's a lot going on and i'm I'm so eager to jump in on these topics we got for you guys today, man, because we got yeah. some good shit, man. I'm talking about some groundbreaking stuff going on right now, man. Yeah, I'm ready, man. I want to make sure the levels is good. But uh, we'll start off with our citation. Uh, we'll start off with a, with a citation giving honor to one of our heroes. So listen up. Official citation. The president of the United States of America, authorized by Act of Congress, April 4th, 2005, has awarded in the name of Congress the Medal of Honor to Sergeant First Class Paul R. Smith, United States Army, for conspicuous gallantry and intrepidity at the risk of his life above and beyond the call of duty. Sergeant First Class Paul R. Smith distinguished himself by acts of gallantry and intrepidity above and beyond the call of duty in action with an armed enemy near Baghdad International Airport, Baghdad, Iraq, on 4 April 2003. On that day, Sergeant First Class Smith was engaged in the construction of a prisoner of war holding area when his task force was violently attacked by a company-sized enemy force. Realizing the vulnerability of over 100 fellow soldiers Sergeant First Class Smith quickly organized a hasty defense consisting of two platoons of soldiers, one Bradley fighting vehicle, and three armored personnel carriers. As the fight developed, Sergeant First Class Smith braved hostile enemy fire to personally engage the enemy with hand grenades and anti-tank weapons and organized the evacuation of three wounded soldiers from an armored personnel carrier struck by an RPG 
and a 60 millimeter mortar round. Fearing the enemy would overrun their defenses, Sergeant First Class Smith moved under withering enemy fire to man a 50 caliber machine gun mounted on a damaged armored personnel car. In total disregard for his life, he maintained his exposed position in order to engage the attacking enemy force. During this action, he was mortally wounded. His courageous actions helped defeat the enemy attack and resulted in as many as 50 enemy soldiers killed while allowing the safe withdrawal of numerous wounded soldiers. Sergeant First Class Smith's extraordinary heroism and uncommon valor are in keeping with the highest traditions of the military service and reflect great credit upon himself, the 3rd Infantry Division, Rocket Amarn, and the United States Army. So give it up wow. for Sergeant First Class Paul R. Smith of the U.S. Army. Medal Sorry. of Honor. Sergeant First Class Smith. You know, uh, this is why we do this, man. That's a hero right there, man. This is why we why we do these things, man. That's why we read this out, man, because um, people like um, um, Sergeant First Class Smith, man, out there, you know, doing things that that I I don't even know if I will be able to do, man. Like, but I, you know, when you in that comeback and you in that zone, you know, it's just it's crazy out there. But um, for something like that, that's crazy, man. Like, um, well deserved. Um, Medal of Honor, um, and that's why we read this stuff, man. So you guys can hear. A lot of times, we know a lot about what people went over there and people sacrificed. Uh, but reading it and listening to it, and I hope our listeners like ears are open when we read this. And like, man, wow, you know, we had people over there like doing stuff like this, and this is why um, they are honored like this, man. So uh, yeah, much respect. Yeah, if if you wanna, so Paul R. Smith, Paul Ray Smith. From El Paso. Uh, he was born September 24th, 1969, and he died April 4th, 2003. He's buried in Arlington National Cemetery. If you want to go and check and, and go honor him uh, personally, that's where you go Arlington National Cemetery. Um, again, these are people that just lived regular lives, man, regular childhoods. You know, grew up playing football, basketball, sports, whatever, watching cartoons, whatever they did. I mean, and then you make a decision to join the military, right? And in that decision comes every sacrifice, you know, that you will have to make or the opportunity to be in a position that you had to make that sacrifice. And then it's the question of what you're willing to do. Um, and one of the reasons why we started doing this is so our listeners, uh, a lot of the junior uh, people and even some of the senior people could hear what these, what these heroic acts that these people did. So... Uh, hats off again to Paul Ray Smith. Yeah, man. I, you just mentioned real quick about um, childhoods and stuff, man. Like, so I grew up in um, in Mississippi, of course, um, and have a lot of family on the on the on the coast of Mississippi and the Gulf Coast. And and I know you a lot of times you hear about uh, these hurricanes coming through. So it's kind of like a hurricane season, right? From like June to November. That happens every year. So when you say it's a hurricane finna hit Louisiana, Mississippi, it's like kind of like the norm, you know, yeah. doing this, doing this time frame. So we all know about uh, Hurricane Ida, right? So Hurricane Ida though is a little bit different, right? And and I gotta say this too, though, you know, it, it happened on the, the anniversary of Katrina. Damn. 
you know, at the same time. So uh, that's crazy right there by itself. Um, but this storm, um, this hurricane hit landfall, you know, at a category four, right? Mm. 150 miles and 150 miles an hour winds, right? But a hurricane category five is only 157, right? Yeah. So that hurricane was almost, you know, a hurricane five when it hit landfall, man. Category five. Yeah, so that's 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 crazy on on all the wind and all that all that power hitting land like that. So of course you're gonna have people without water, people without lights, people without a whole lot of stuff um, on the coast. Now, with that being said, a lot of my family members stay on the coast and 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 lucky. You know everything is good with them. Um, but with that being said, though, we got family more inland also, so we always can. They got a little routine now. So if something coming through like that, they move and go more inland uh when the hurricanes are finna finna hit especially when they finna hit hard like this one yeah um and they kind of used to you saying they kind of yeah. used to you know hurricane season yeah uh, when that thing moves up right to the northeast where we you know we not so used to it philly jersey new york yeah man um yeah it's crazy like i said this hurricane right here man and then it leave, leaving so much flooding <laughs> yeah uh, in this path man like already we have a total of like uh, almost um 50 people that died already man doing yeah. uh, hurricane Ida. so um i hope you know i know fema out there like 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 all these organizations with hurricanes like i said um they have things that set up for them but it's still like you talking about people houses underwater and cars underwater man that stuff can't be replaced it takes years for you to rebound on, on things like that man so um I hope, you know, um, all the organizations I've seen that they um, um, naming these states or whatever, like disasters and all that type of stuff. So I know they're going to have people out there um, helping. So um, hopefully, man, like a lot more people can get involved. A lot of people sending stuff out to come help, to come volunteer, because these families are going to need that stuff out there, man. If it's anything like what I've been seeing on the news, man, it's going to be it's going to need a lot of help. Um, not just in the south, though, like like you said earlier, man, all the way up uh, to northeast, man, that, that hurricane was was leaving a lot of flooding and stuff in this path, man. Katrina was 05, right? Katrina was 05, yeah. Katrina, actually, man, a story from a Katrina real quick, man. Um, I was in actually in Guantanamo Bay, Cuba at the time. Mm -hmm. And so I was trying to call to find out with my family and stuff good. For 10 days. Damn. For 10 days, I had no communication uh, with my family in Hurricane Katrina, man. Damn. So finally, I, you know, got in touch with and found out everything was good to go. But that just, like, just think about that, man. Like, 10 days, you no know, communication. You don't know what. Because at that time, my grandma was, was, was my grandma and, and all those. They stubborn, man. They don't want to leave, man. Like, like, yeah. I think, but Katrina wouldn't woke people up, though. You know, people start now is different. They, people yeah. be like, "Okay, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm out of here, man." But, head, right? Yeah, but uh, <laughs> people used to stay there. They used to ride those hurricanes out all the time, man. Just ride them out. Yeah, you get the visual of the, of the old man on a rocking chair, sitting, mm -hmm. uh, sitting <laughs> waiting for the storm with a mm -hmm. shotgun. Like, like mm -hmm. who you gonna shoot, man? <laughs> you got yeah. gusts coming there, man. Who you about to shoot? <laughs> but um, you know, not a laughing matter. This thing is crazy so i'm the mfast coordinator um over mm -hmm. at my job 
So when these big things, so, you know, I come into work and I actually didn't know about it. I, I don't watch the news. Um, I don't know if that's like, <laughs> if that's yeah. a, a weird thing or what, but I don't watch the news. I don't keep up on, I don't keep up with it. And this must've been a day that I, you know, when you log into the computer, your homepage will tell you all like the new, you know, stuff going on or YouTube, yeah. but this must've been a day that I was just absent. I might've been editing the podcast or doing something like that. So when I came, so when I um, came to work, um, the other MFAST coordinator that's, you know, above me, my supervisor, he, he pretty much, he was like, Hey, um, can you take care of this? I know, you know, what's going on. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? So I start looking cause it's different events in MFAST that you gotta, if you're in charge, you know how they always reach out to people and tell them that they need to check in. So if you're yeah. in charge, you can set up the event and see who checked in and see who didn't check in. So it was names like 900 people that didn't check in. So now it's like, yo, I'm in charge. I got to find a way to reach out to all of these people, all of these members and their dependents and stuff like that. So really, I'm also in charge of the other MFAS coordinators in the region. So only really had like five people I had to reach out to. And then the other MFAS coordinators in the region had to reach out to their people. But some people, they might work in the region because I'm, I'm in the Northeast, but some people might work in a region. And at this time, it was just Mississippi, uh, New Orleans. But they home a record might be Mississippi, you know, New Orleans. So you still got to reach out to those people. And I mean, this is anybody with a DODID. You know what I'm saying? So, and I can only see it probably being crazier. I haven't gotten any alerts because they send alerts to the personal uh, email too, but I can only see it getting crazier when I go to work on Tuesday, because this thing now has worked its way up Philly, man, Philadelphia, like where I, where I'm from, where my family is from. This thing has worked its way all the way up Philly, Jersey, New York. And now the death toll it's, it's starting to, you know, come up. Right, yeah. You know? Most and if definitely. you're on Philly, man, don't jump don't jump in that water. Don't jump. You know, there's people being told not to jump. It's, it's people diving from bridges, jumping into this water, man. It's, it's not a funny thing. You know what I'm saying? Most definitely, it's not man. a funny um, thing. They did not, I heard it like, um, I briefly read across this, though, but I guess it knocked out some grids. Do you have any, have any issues Power up grids? there? Power grids, I heard no, it's knocking out power grids. Nah, but you, you, uh, it, it knocked out the my navy assignment. Uh, <laughs> it supposedly knocked out the my navy assignment joint too, mm, man. Yeah, okay, <laughs> my navy assignment. That was a good. That was a good one. Hey, that was yeah, a good jokey, jokey. That yeah, was a good jokey, jokey. <laughs> it was a story that it knocked out the my navy assignment. Uh, <laughs> the the computer, whatever that gr- the grid is for that. So okay. that's that's crazy, man. Yeah. So. And we talking about all of these nav admins today, right? Yeah. So before we even talk about the nav admins, we got to talk about the new SecNav, right? Because all of these nav admins, you know, are coming from up top, right? So we got a new SecNav. We haven't talked about it. So I'm going to read a little about the new SecNav uh, straight from um, actually the the SecNav. So it came out in an all nav, all nav 05621. So like I said, there's going to be a lot of reading. So just listen up. Uh, we want to make sure that everybody understands what's going on. Right. So 78th Secretary of the Navy. Right. 78th Secretary of the Navy. Uh, Honorable Carlos Del Toro. Right. That's that's his name. Right. Del Toro. Yep. Um, he did 26 years in uniform. Right. So he said he, he said he loves the Navy, spent 26 years in uniform and another 17 striving to make sure that. We had the capabilities we need to fulfill our mission effectively and safely, right? Um, 
and his challenges, the things that he want to focus on, his challenges are the four C's. China. <laughs> I feel like I said that like Donald Trump. <laughs> China. <laughs> China, <laughs> culture, <laughs> climate, and COVID, right? So China's the first one, right? So if anybody's listening and they don't know that China's our number one priority, you got to listen up, pay attention, uh, look at uh, our uh, maritime strategies, everything that's coming out. China is our number one priority. And I'm sure if any of you that's listening to Junior Seller in, in my division, you know that China, even though we're electricians, we know that China's a, a priority. So China is determined to reduce our military superiority, right? So we will not let this happen. We will deter China's aggression, protect our national security, and preserve the peace, right? So that's his first push. Culture. Right. Culture is one of the things that we've been talking about. We're going to talk about it later. It says culture comes down to one goal. Every cell and Marine of all races, genders, religions and ethnicities must treat one another with dignity and respect. Right. This stuff that we should be learning in kindergarten. Right. And that's yep. how I feel whenever we talk about culture in the Navy. That's how I feel. Like, I feel like this is shit that we should have been learning in kindergarten. Like uh, and I hate that we got I, I know it's necessary. I don't want to take that away, but I hate that we got to talk about it. Yeah, I mean, um, the, 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 coach, the culture piece, man, to me, um, real quick, I want to say the, the culture piece, it ain't, it ain't the fact that, yeah, I got you, it's elementary stuff, but it's never about do they know this or not. It's about the actions. Right. You know what I mean? They know the right thing to do and what the right thing to say, but it's the actions that's, that, that's kind of crazy to me. Yeah, yeah. Climate change. Um, it's crazy that that's that that was even brought. I wouldn't even thought that that would have been one in here. Uh, cl- climate change exacerbates every challenge we face from naval installations to frequent deployments. It is also a global struggle for resources that demands ingenuity and innovations. It demands solutions that mitigate climate damage while ensuring our operational success and competitive edge. Right. So climate change. Big one yeah. to think about. And then lastly, we must combat COVID. And I just hope that's a temporary. I hope I hope that was a temporary thing. I hope that's not one that, you know, is always on our list of priorities is, is combating COVID. I think so, man. I really think it's I think it's going to be around for a long time, man. You think I really do. You think it's here to stay? Yeah, I really do, man. I think. um I don't know, man. You just look at all the variants, and it's like it's getting worse, man. Like yeah. with with, with, with the catching it, you know what I mean? How how easy it is for people to get it, and all this type of stuff, man. I don't think it's going away. And even you know, people catching it a lot with with the vaccination. So yeah, you know, I mean, it's crazy, man. Yeah. Another thing I'm gonna t- touch on real quick is a uh, you know the uh, a, a nav admin came out that made a change to the post nine eleven GI bill. Yes. And I don't know if you saw it, but it's for like if you got adopted children or or, or wards now, they, you know, they can. It's right here. I got it right here. Matter of fact. So let me read this. Uh, Be patient for a sec as I read this one. Uh, Nav admin one seven zero two one post nine eleven GI Bill policy update. This NAV admin announces the addition of foster children and legal wards to the definition of an eligible dependent for the purposes of post 9-11 GI Bill transfer of education benefits, right? TEB. Effective date is 5 January 2021. Um, so if anybody wasn't tracking, 
it's already effective pretty much. Um, and it pretty much says service members may transfer benefits to foster children or legal wards who have been residing within the service uh, with the service member pursuant to a court order for at least 12 consecutive months. Lastly, after transfer of benefits to a foster child or legal ward, termination of the foster child legal ward relationship does not rescind the transfer benefits. The former foster child or legal ward will remain eligible until they reach 26 years of age or the transfer revokes the, revokes the TEB. I found that funny, right? Yeah. <laughs> it probably Me shouldn't too. be funny, but I, I, you know, I felt it funny. Uh, first off, uh, foster child, we know what that is. Uh, if you're wondering what a legal ward is, that's just somebody that is a, a court mandated, you know, stay with you. They could have been getting abused or neglected wherever they were. So it's a court mandate for them to stay with you. They could have been in trouble with the law as well. Um, but uh, after you give it to them, <laughs> you can't take hey, it back, man. <laughs> you can't renege, man. You can't renege on it, man. Just because you, you just because you, <laughs> just because you felt like the child wasn't, you know, the right fit in your home. Don't mean that you could get that post nine eleven GI bill mm, back, man. Mm, that's like taking take you know go up there and be in a relationship and you break up. You try to let, well, let me get them jeans up yeah. off. <laughs> get them jeans <laughs> back. It ain't gonna happen, man. man. No, it ain't happening like that. <laughs> Another mm. nav admin was one six six two one, and that was the one that announced the sellers of the year. So congrats, yeah, the yeah, sellers congrats of the year. Congrats, right? A powerful sentence. These outstanding sellers will be advanced to Chief Petty Officer the week of 19 November 2021. That's crazy. You know, them results coming out October 5th, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Can't wait. Results coming out October 5th. I can't wait for that either, man. I'm pretty excited about that, man. Pretty excited. Another season. Yeah, another season. A little bit different last year. COVID COVID played a big, bigger factor last year. Hopefully, it don't play a big factor this year. Yeah, COVID really affected, you know, the season like crazy, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It 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 really like it I was in there like wanting to turn up like on final night, like just wanting to turn up, man. Like, yo, we got to yeah. like if if we couldn't do much this entire season, let's turn up on final night. You know what I'm saying? And it just it just wasn't there, man. Yeah. I remember like, you know, even like what like some of the foods you know, I felt like, man, the selects, you know, some of the stuff that they got, you know, I'm like, man, like, this is luxury, man. <laughs> like, oh, like yeah. this, oh, yeah. this luxury. And y'all looking at oh, this yeah. like this, like it ain't it. Like, this is luxury, man. Tell um, you, boy. Man, let's get right. Let's get, let's get right to it. Let's get excited. We we got like all of the like small stuff, the appetizers. The the, the, the the buffalo wings we got all that stuff off the table it's time for the main course man time for the real real stuff going on Stuart Scheller man let's talk about Ooh, it man Stuart Scheller man yeah man so Stuart Scheller man he so so first you we know I started the beginning right let's start at the beginning yeah let's start at the beginning man Facebook um, video right yeah that's where it started at Mm -hmm. Instagram or Facebook, the video. Facebook, Facebook, yeah. So he he posted a video just just about you know what he think right, what he thinks should happen, right. That's what he that's what kind of what he was talking about. He thinks people should be held accountable. Um, it was um, about what like under four minutes. It was about a four minute video, right? Yeah. Of Stuart Scheller 
what was he questioning uh, his superiors or was he just yeah he was questioning right he, he was, was questioning, questioning yeah. accountability yeah. right he was questioning yeah. accountability right yeah so yeah he he pretty much was was like it kind of goes back to what the captain that captain on the, on the, on the, on the ship did also right he just Crozier? questioning Cap- yeah captain Crozier? He, he just questioning the leadership right now with that being said people died and all that stuff and he he pretty much in a nutshell thinks things could have been done better you know um in the when the withdrawal of um the military from over in afghanistan it could have been done a little bit better and he think people should be held accountable you know for for mistakes that was made during that time look he um, he, he also you know pretty much mentioned that people should speak like they should take accountability you know what i'm saying like just talk like yo this went wrong um i mean and i I believe that the power in taking accountability um and this i'm not talking about the Stuart uh, sheller thing i'm just talking about taking accountability for for right now but i believe that the power in taking accountability and things that you know a massive amount of people think was a mistake or something like that is so that we don't repeat history again right so that's why i believe that when it comes down to taking accountability for failures, let's say, you know, you 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 threw water on a deck and didn't put a wet floor sign up and then somebody slipped, fell and they hurt their back. And if nobody says why this person hurt their back, we don't know. You know what I'm saying? So if somebody says, oh, that was my bad. I put water on the floor um, and now we know what to do so that doesn't happen again. Like you said last week, all of that stuff is written in blood. Yeah. Right. Every rule, every precaution, everything is written in blood. But if we don't take accountability, then we make the same mistakes if you believe that it was a mistake that was made. Right. So in the case of Stuart Scheller, he believes it was some mistakes that were made. Yeah. Right. And we talked about this last week, you know, and I think that I spoke and uh, our guest spoke on believing that some of these things could have been avoided. Yeah, I right. mean, I like when you listen to his message. And I know a lot of people have. I understand his message. I understand his frustration. I understand all of that. But what he didn't learn from was this, the commanding officer. What happened to the captain? Well, well, on, on, well when I, when I, what happened? Well, well, before you go, before we, you know, go there, yeah. right? He dropped the message. Four minute. Four minute yeah. message, right? He dropped them because I, I want us to really slow down on this one. So four minute uh, talking about holding people accountable, right? Then he came back. He came back after that, right? He had a YouTube video. So he already had a YouTube channel. He had some other videos on the channel and stuff like that before. Stuff about leadership and stuff like that. So we know this guy takes pride in his uh, service, right? He takes pride. Yeah. Marine, yeah, Marine officer, yeah. right? Yeah. So he comes back on, on Facebook, right? And he um, he pretty much uh, was saying, talking about being challenged and uh, people questioning his intentions and stuff like that about uh, his career. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you if if if, if you saw that one. No, so I he see that one. Yeah, so he pretty much announced his his resignation. Mm-hmm. Like he pretty much announced like that he was giving up his commission. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and I want to make sure that we report this right. So uh, 
I'm going to look it up really quick. But, yeah, he, he got on and he said um, somebody questioned if if he was if he really was true with what he was doing. So he got on and he resigned his commission. Yeah. Well, you could tell even even when you read it and looking at it, you could tell you're a passionate guy about, you know, Marines, about, you know, the country and everything. He's very passionate about that stuff. Um, he even said it also in that in, in there and said that he's not doing no interviews and nothing until you know what i'm saying everything is like done said and done and he's out of the marines so yeah. he's pretty he's pretty loyal loyal to the calls especially to the marines and to the into um united states so on the second video he came on and he announced uh a couple things he said a lot like it, it was like 10 minutes long but he announced that is some go fummies uh People been trying to offer him money. I think big media been trying to talk to him. He mentioned his wife. Like, I don't know what you're going to do after this. He was like in a truck or something. Um, and he had a chessboard. He had like, a, it was like your move or whatever. But he had a chessboard in front of him. Like, hey, hey, I'm playing chess. And he pretty much was saying like, yo, I got, you got to watch the second video actually. But he pretty much was saying, I can take this further. Like, I could take this way further than I'm taking mm -hmm. it now. But somebody questioned, like, hey, if you was really real, you would just resign. And he was like, boom, all right, I'm resigning. Now, you know, now, now balls in your court, right? So that's that's pretty much the second video, right? So first video, four minutes, I'm questioning you, right? After that, um, he was fired, right? Fired from his job, yep. right? Um, then he resigned his commission, right? And then he posted he made a post saying that and i don't want to say the source because i don't want to mess it up but he pretty much made a post saying that he had to get us when he when he went to work he had to get a psyche vial right and then the other point i want to note before we start getting into like thoughts is that every time he makes a point about a psyche vial about um questioning and about like things that people do to reprimand a decision that he chose to make he says he understands that. Like, he understood why they wanted him to get a psyche valve. He understands why, you know, he was fired or, you know, whatever like that. But he just riding. He's going to ride the course, and he's going to stick to what he yeah. believed in. The last thing that he mentioned that really touched me was when he, he pretty much, and it was in that second video, he pretty much said that when we are so concerned about, like, our securities, like, when we so concerned about having a job and having money, we pretty much fall to becoming sheep to the status quo. Right. And that didn't affect me as much about just from what he was talking about, but just about life. You know, when yeah. you know you need a job and know you it's certain things that you refrain from doing and choices that you refrain from making that if it wasn't about the money, you would probably do and make. Yeah. You know, so just I think that was all of the factual timeline based stuff and i mean the story's unfolding as every day is something new um it's pretty popular like you said you compared it to captain crozier but now what's your take on that man well yeah so so first i also you know say that you're right though every time he says something he said you know i will if i was the ceo or whatever i will do the same thing yeah you know to me or whatever so he you're right he knows why uh, everything is happening the way it happened with the psyche veil and all that stuff. Um, but my, my thought about it is, man, it's like two kind of like two things, right? One, I don't think 
he would have went this route if he had another outlet. Right? Damn, you went there already, guys. Yeah, I, I just think I just don't think he had another outlet. He had a, he has points that he wants to make, and and he if he goes to his superior, right? I, he I, I'm assuming he thinks that it wouldn't get out to where he won't who he wants to hear it, right? So he had to go on social media, and he knows, yeah. like you said, he knows what was going to happen once he went on social media and did this. Right. He knows the consequences and he was ready to pay the consequences of whatever action somebody wanted to take. But yeah. that's where you have to commend this guy, you know, because mm -hmm. he knew what was going to happen. And on top of that, this this guy was in 17 years, right? 17 years, you know, of service and, and all the stuff he done went through as a Marine in 17 years um, is a lot. Right. Yeah, you heard you heard him talk about the smelling shit. Like, yeah. I, I think that was in, you heard him talk about uh, that. Right? Um, I, I think that yeah, was in the second. Oh, you you did hear that? He was, I, I remember. Uh, I remember reading I, it or, I or seeing it. Yeah, burning shit. Yeah, I'm listening. Yeah. To um. So yeah, man, that that was my, my thought about it. If he had another outlet, so I'm saying that because I never think calling people out, you know, um, superiors out in public. I don't care if you're in the military. I don't care where you at. I mean, I, I never um, think that should happen. But if you don't have another outlet to be heard, what do you supposed to do? You know mm -hmm. what I mean, like, what 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 else can you do besides um, do something like that? Um, especially, you know, in his case, he's his mindset was you could we could have saved these people lives. Why don't people, you think that superior should be called out in public? Because I, I think, um, um, and it's my opinion, I think um, you make them look weak. Mm -hmm. If they're getting called out, I think uh, it makes your superiors look weak, and especially when we talk about the military. Military, you know, they don't want to look weak to nobody, right? They don't want to look weak. So I think that's one of the, the biggest issues. Like, who are, who are you to, to talk to me like this? Who is you to talk? Blah, blah, blah. It's, it's, but at the same time, though, man, I go back to my what I said before. How else are you gonna do it, though? Hey, you know? so do do you think it's ever a time that your people need to know that you fought for them? Because I mean, that's pretty much what when these things go public, that's what's happening. Like the the the, the masses know. You know, it's always like when these things happen. You know, it's different, smaller scale things that happen where you know you had to fight for your sellers, um, whether it be one person or your whole division, and you did it, and nobody knew. You know, you know, you, you yeah. kind of did it in the dark. Right. That that happens a lot. Like we go in a dark phase and we fight for our sellers and they never know we did it. You know what I'm saying? Because part of the pride of being a leader and stuff like that got to do with, you know, getting these things done without, without ever wanting praise or feeling like people need to know you did or said anything. Right. Because at the end of the day, that's who it glorifies when it comes out that it was you yeah. who fought. It's yeah. like just glorification. So do you ever think it's a time that your sellers need to see that you fought for them? Yes. Yes. And I, and I think, I think um, it depends on the situation, you know, or what happened. Like if it's a big deal to the sailor, like a bit, like, like the, the routine things. No, yeah. I mean, I, I, no, I mean, they don't need to know that, but if I feel like it's a, it's a, it benefits really benefits the sailor um, on if I get this for them or not, I feel like I need to tell them, especially if it doesn't most, if it happens and everything yeah. goes smooth, maybe not. 
But if it doesn't happen, I most definitely feel like, hey, I, I need to talk to this sailor about this. Um, to let him know that, hey, what he got going on or what she got going on didn't go on deaf ears. Because that's a lot of time what young sailors think, man. They think we don't say nothing. We don't think we do anything. We just, like, in there not talking about it. So if it doesn't happen, I most definitely feel like uh, we need to give feedback. Yeah, right? I, feedback. I, I, I was going to say that. Like, if 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 you're not winning, right? If 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 we never fucking win it, you know what I'm saying? If it's an issue... You know, in the sellers, it's always something, and we keep bringing it up, and we're never fucking winning. I think humanly, eventually, you're going to want people to see that you're fighting, <laughs> at yeah. least. Like, as yeah. a human. Like, you're going to yeah. want people to see, like, hey, I'm doing something. Like, 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 so they could be like, well, at least we're fighting, and we not just, and yeah, we're losing. Like, we, it's never, like, we never get in our way. And, and I think that's what happens when people like Stuart Scheller goes to these Extremes. This would be called extreme, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Goes to these extremes, right? Yeah. So um, I know I, I cut in mid uh, point that you were making, so I'm, I'm definitely still listening. Yeah. So and, and then back to back to that that point too, though, man. That I think you know, not just sailors um, per se, but anybody that you go, you know, to battle for, you, you know, what I'm saying you always gonna get a little bit more respect for them guys, right? Uh, you're going to get a little more respect because you can say, hey, it didn't work out. I I went and I said this, I said that. How many times I didn't heard before, hey, thanks, senior, for, you know, um, asking, the, asking the questions for me or yeah. thank you for doing this, thank you for doing that, even though it didn't work out. You know, yeah, they you just still, know you was fighting. You know you was right. going in there trying to, trying, to, trying to do what you could do. All right, so let's let's back up well for a little bit. Let's go to Captain Crozier because people want to hear us get a little spicy and like they want to hear us get spicy about this thing, right? So yeah, I would talk. We can talk about it a little bit. Captain Crozier, right? Was his message right? Was Captain Crozier's message right? Yes. All right. I I, be, I firmly believe that. Yes. Do you believe the way that he went about projecting his message was right? No. Okay. Uh, this guy, Stuart Scheller, do you, what do you think about his message? It doesn't hit like like the the captain message hit though, you know, with me, and I'm gonna say that because, um, he's no shit questioning, um, leadership. I feel like the COVID thing was a thing where we don't have, we didn't have a whole lot of. You didn't have a whole lot of information. This guy trying to save lives on his ship. His ship is infested with COVID. He just trying to he just trying to get his people safe, right? Yeah. I feel like this this thing with with um with with Stuart Scheller was a little bit different because it's some things in the military that we just not going to know all the facts about. It's some things. It's some decisions that the commanding officers make. That I am just not going to know about, right? As as me being a senior chief, right? Yeah. Now for him, I feel like those decisions up in that room that was made to evacuate or however it goes, he's probably just not going to know the details about that. I, I mean, know? I think I think some of this got to do with the fact that you you. You sound like you signed up with the same pretense that I signed up is that and that's that we're in the military 
and just some things we just won't be, you know, we got to fall in lines. Like, yeah. if like, I, I'm telling you, man, when I, when I, first, when I first joined my, sh- like when I first got to my first ship, if they were to say, Hey, it's operation, jump off the ship. Everybody get in a single file line and walk off the ship and jump <laughs> off the ship. I probably would have asked like the third class that was <laughs> like, in, 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 like above me, like, Hey, you know, Wills, um, why do we got to jump off the ship? And he'd probably be like, I don't know, but we just following what they say. My ass would be right in line behind Wills walking to jump off the ship. Like, I mean, that was shit that I, it was a lot of like stuff that I thought was bullshit, like a lot. You know what I'm saying? At times as a junior seller, I would be like, Hey, this is dumb. If I, and then I would either like try to change it. So I would go through like whatever I thought was the appropriate channel to make a change and talk to the right people to change it. Either it would change or it wouldn't change. If it didn't change, then I would have to fall in line. And if it did change, then I could take a little bit of ownership and knowing that I was about it changing, but I never really disregarded the idea that like, I don't call shots here. And that's what I thought. The, the military is actually a lot more liberal. Had, well, my career in the military has been a lot more liberal than I thought it would have been. You know, I thought I'd be getting somewhere getting black lung, like just like, <laughs> like just like overcome by like every single obstacle out at sea and like not able to voice my opinion on anything. I've been able to sit at a lot of tables and like actually have a voice, you know, so 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 you said that you don't think. Well, you're not as in line with what Stuart Scheller was getting across as you were with Captain Crozier, right? Yes. And I mean, now, do he have points? Yes. I'm not saying he don't have points. I'm just saying how it was, how he went about it is is what I'm really talking about. Um, now, with that being said, you hear me. I know people going to hear me saying it like that, right? But I'm also saying this. I wish I could do that, though. You know what I mean? I wish I can go up to the the commanding officer and say, what about this? What about that? You know, that's something we all want to be. We all want to be knowledgeable of, of stuff. We are, knowledge is power to me. Right. So yes, I w- I wish I was in the room where those decisions was being made, but I yeah. know that I'm not, I know I'm, I'm, I'm probably never going to be in the, in that room to know, to know that type of stuff. So it ain't like, I don't want to know, you know, it's the fact that I know I'm in the military and I know it's protocols. I know it's things that we should and shouldn't do and all that type of stuff. You know, that's my issue with evals. And it's weird that I bring it to evals. But my issue with evals is, but it it, it, it kind of, hopefully it, it closes up like what I'm trying to say. My yeah. issue with evals is that the all of the criticism and all of the context comes from above, Right. So all of the feedback and all of that stuff normally comes from somebody higher than you. Um, yeah. You don't get it from somebody lower than you. And I think some of that they, they trying to change, but it's no forum for somebody lower than you to tell you, you know, how you how you do. So that means you got to reach out. You know, you got to talk to you and I always talk to first classes. Like, hey, man, if you LPO, sit down with your division every now and then ask them, how are we doing? If you don't want to feel like it's direct, then sit down with your division and say, hey, how are we doing? Um, give me three things we doing good and three things that we need to change. Um, I used to do that with the division. And then I used to do that at like CDBs, just one-on-one, you know, you normally you get stuff, right. And I even, I've done that with my first classes. I've done that with the junior sellers and stuff too, even as a chief, 
You know, I never set them all. I think we've done it once or twice where we all set together, you know, but that was most most likely when we got to like a boiling point where I'm like, yo, with some things that we need to kind of recalibrate. Right. So but we don't get that that much. Like when the last time you got feedback from a junior seller about something you could do better. Ouch. I can't remember. I mean, I had some 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 conversations on um what we can do better as a division but not me personally you know no i no do you never. think that you ever happen. yeah do you think that you perfect no not at do all you, th- you think it's probably something that a junior seller might think that you could do better oh yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah right but they Hell yeah. but but it's like they don't feel like they have the forum to say it, say it. you know what i'm yeah. saying unless we open that you know format so that's one of the things I strongly believe. Um, and I mean, that would benefit the like even going to the captain and command climate survey would be benefited by that if people actually believed in that process. You know what I'm saying? But that's still small scale shit. Stuart Scheller is way bigger in scale than just a command's uh, morale and um, oh yeah, equal opportunity issues. Right. So yeah. but who does Captain Crozier have to talk to? when he the CEO on a ship and he probably feels like the people two to three steps over him not gonna listen. Who does Stuart Scheller have to talk to when he's a you know high ranking officer, military, all this experience and he probably don't feel like the people above him gonna listen. He got the right now from what I see is he has the people. He got people that civilians, he got uh, junior enlisted he got social media he got the people i don't know i don't have information of a forum in which we could talk to our superiors of the highest rank and express how we feel about a lot of this stuff if it is a forum like that we need more information on that forum that forum should be available to all hands at all times and i mean all hands, you know, after things get abusive, uh, abused, of course. Right. But that forum should be some, the same way we put out information about uh, Sapper, information about equal opportunity. Uh, the forum to be able to have these conversations should happen somewhere so that these uh, people don't have to resort to this. He knows that like it was uh, like kind of like a last resort. Right. Yeah. Doesn't don't, don't it sound like he know yeah. that? Yeah. And right. his whole all his actions he was taking he knew that was going to be it for him kind of you know um yeah he, he even mentioned like i might like on a video he was like that's if i put this video out like so he even mentioned it was a chance he wasn't even going to put the video out video out this wasn't like a first thought from this guy like no he knew it was a last resort yeah he knew right um but yeah I, man and i'm an outside guy looking in um we are when it comes to the hierarchy of the military, but I think mm-hmm. if you you can put a little office together, you know, to to vet all this stuff that comes through. Like if you want to say something or do something, uh, you could put a couple, you know, put some people in there and and but something. I, I'm with you though, man. Something yeah. like has to be like it has to be a way for Excuse us me. to be able to voice something. Uh, it maybe may not even all hands. Maybe not all hands. Maybe yeah. maybe. You know that O five level and up, maybe yeah. you know maybe the the highest ranking people, like yeah. I, like I keep going back to the junior seller talking to me, like three weeks ago and her saying 
who does the CMC go to when the CMC is stressed out? I keep going back to that. You know, she was asking about the expanded operational stress control program. I was giving some training and she, and you know, and we talking about mentors and stuff like that. You know, she's like, well, who does the chief go to when the chief stressed out? And he's like, yeah, chief mess and boom, boom, boom. Well, who does the scene? And we know about fleet and family. I don't want to, you know, get away from all the services that they have. But she's like, who does the CMC go to when the CMC stressed out? And you talk, we talked about this from the first episode. We talked about this a whole lot of times. It's a lot of times where, you know, a captain, you know, and we don't know all of this firsthand, but captains have to have questions and wonder why things are the way they are. Eventually, everything goes through a filter and it come down to the ship. And if the captain then bought in, the captain then bought in. Now you got to get the crew to, you know, do something. So normally when these things happen, when it's something that the captain can't control, a, a lot of times we don't know how the captain feels. Right. Even like the chief's mess. Right. Uh, based off my experience, we don't 100 percent know how the captain feels, which, I, man, I commend every CO for that. Right. Um, XO might CMC might. Right. But by the time it if it's something major like that, you might get the CO inside the chief's mess. Right. When the yeah. CO come inside the chief's mess. Now, that's a call to action. Right. That's a call to action for the chiefs to get their sellers in line with whatever is going on. Right. Yep. So. And a lot of people say, get buy-in, get buy-in. I don't, I don't believe in getting, I don't believe in that, right? I don't believe in buy-in for any particular, like, action. Because I believe if your people with you, they with you no matter what, right? So when you go down, and I, I mean, that might be something that I was fortunate, you know, to be able to have. But if you go down like, hey, we got to do this, we got to do that, it's time to go. And they, they just going, you know, it ain't too much questioning on the side and all of that, like, so I, I feel like I was fortunate in that regard, uh, based off of my experiences. But again, so you get this captain that necessary that don't necessarily agree with the extended deployment, don't necessarily agree with whatever's happening with COVID. Like I don't know who they will have to talk to if they really have real legit questions, right? So same thing as Stuart Scheller. Who what forum what forum is available? If anybody has the answer to that, I would love to know. Yeah. Well, I, I'm sure, like, out there also, like, you have these, like, for depends on what command you at, you have these uh, with the DES runs and and um, the cruisers have crew DES. So they have somebody that's in charge of all, a lot of commands that they may possibly be able to, to reach out to. Because somebody always in charge of somebody, right? So they may possibly have somebody to reach out to, but still, it's yeah, the but we don't. I mean. Well, we don't no, know. right? If yeah, you get sexually know. assaulted, if you get sexually assaulted, who do you talk to? You know, it's it's yeah. known. It's it's it, it, it's known. If you like, and, and that's the part that you know, that's the part that is like it, we need to advertise. If we have it, we need to advertise it more. If we don't have it, then we need it because uh, Stuart Scheller shouldn't have to resort to this. You know, whether he's right or wrong. You know, I know a lot of people probably. You know, want to hear us, you know, say if he right, say if he wrong, whether he right or wrong, he shouldn't have to go about it this way. Yeah. And, you know and regardless, like you, they, they heard your, the world. You guys heard my opinion. You guys heard Dumbo opinion. We're not here to say who is right and who is wrong on this whole opinion. Um, but on this whole thing. But um, at the same time, what we do agree on is it should be a forum for this. It should be some kind of um, way that we can. We can reach out, not just talking about uh, Lieutenant Colonel, just anybody that can reach out and say stuff 
uh, regardless of, regardless uh, what the situation is. Um, but you're right, man. Like, who does right. these captains have to talk right. to? Who do these admirals yeah. have to talk to? Whoever got to make big time decisions, uh, who so, they talk to. So now let's go deeper into his form of communicating this, right? His form of communicating this is via social media. Yep. Right. That's wrong. Right. To ask the question via social media is wrong. Um, emotionally, um, you know, it's good. You know what I'm saying? It's cool. Like power, power, but like, you know what I'm saying? Emotionally, that's, that, that's dope. You know, as an emotional leader, as somebody that's going to get the people behind you as, as, as the people's champion, like probably that's probably the best way to say it. That's dope. Right. But it's wrong. Um, he knows it, you know, he don't, he's not, he didn't say it was right or whatever. He wish he didn't have to resort to that. Right. Um, humanly it might be cool and, 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 and dope to see that, but on a professional level in a military, it's wrong. Right. Um, that's not my opinion or nothing like that. That's fact. Now, what does that, now, what does that produce? Um, you got Chinese op-eds, right? Did you read the China op-ed? A little bit. I did. I did read a little bit about it. Um, and, and I can see, see that also, you know, being, uh, yeah, it's right. one of those. It's, it's one of those things where uh, China, you know, sees us as being weak anyway, right? So this right. just adds to the to the fuel of China thinking we look weak, we question our superiors and all this type of stuff. So, um, and they pretty much saying that, and you know, and they they didn't knock him too much because the writer understood what the assignment was, and the assignment wasn't yeah. to knock Stuart Scheller; it was to knock the people above him, right? Because now the door is open to do that, right? So pretty much now the narrative is that this is showing how weak our morale is as a military system, right? How weak the American morale is. Because this ain't Captain Crozier just happened, right? We just had a seller burn a ship. You know what I'm saying? Like all of this stuff. My mom was saying on on Facebook, um, she was like, we tell everybody everything. She was debating with one of my cousins, but she was like, I think like the U.S. tells everybody everything that we're going to do all the time. Right. And it was like kind of like a thought. But I, I, I agree. Like all of this news is like right out there. So when you post something on Facebook, um, when all of these stories come out about this fire and um, when the Captain Crozier story and all of this stuff happened, all of this stuff is available for all these other places to see. Right. Yeah. So now we got China, which. We already know that uh, the Honorable Mr. Del Toro just now uh, told us that China is our number one priority as an issue, right? So now they're seeing now they're seeing us just this craziness that's going on, right? Media just taking it, and and, and media is not sensitive to military. Right. Mm-hmm. So the moment that a military high commander or whatever like that put something out publicly, the media meet does what the media does. They run with that shit and it's all over the place, right? You get red media, you get look, I media is political to me now, man. You got democratic media, you got Republican yeah. media, right? That's facts, that's <laughs> so facts. so facts. now you get the red media outlets and you get the blue media outlets with their opinion about what's going on. Right? So now China's seeing all of this stuff. And what are they doing? Influencing not only other, you know, Chinese people, but people from other countries that might be close to being allies to the U.S. and even people from America to believe some of this rhetoric. Right. Yeah. 
and, and and not all of the rhetoric is that far off from the truth, but we showing our hands, you know, and we showing our hands because, again, what other forum do these guys have? And that's why I believe we need to get a forum, man. But that op ad, that op ad really hit me, man. I don't know if it hit you as hard as it hit me, but it hit me, man. I, I tell you, man. <laughs> um, I I just gotta believe, man. With with this, with how long we've been doing this and doing this military thing and how long the military stuff been around it's got to be some kind of form for this so with, with me saying that if anybody out there want to you know hit us up let us know man we could be we could be you know just not in the loop on this or, or yeah. just you know don't know so we're not saying we know so just hit us up let us know yeah man it's a, it's a spot you can go to and, and do this you know or do that so just just let us know yeah, it just it just make us look like a house with glass walls. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And yeah. they and they like, oh, look at them. Look, they're there. Uh, they did that over in they did that over in Afghanistan. Now look at the fallout from that. Look, they look dumb over there. I mean, that's pretty much what they. That's pretty much what the word is. Uh, the mil- is, This is only going to get worse. Uh, more things are going to happen. You know. So, and and that's what a public Facebook video does, right? And that's the reason why I say the public video youtube facebook is not the proper format is it going to reach people is it going to be effective yes i mean you're going straight to you're going you cutting out the middle man you're going straight to facebook you're going straight to the people i even saw where they said that the uh some of the higher ups they they're fielding questions now right they feel they going they taking in people opinions about how we handled everything in afghanistan so yeah. I mean, again, you get some good stuff out of it, but then you also get that bad side out of it, where our, our adversaries and people like that kind of see our hands now. Like, like yeah, damn, like and, you, the- and you know, one more thing that I want to point out about this also. Um, so you had the captain, and you also got lieutenant colonel, right? Mm-hmm. It's not saying that they didn't try to go the proper way first. Yeah, we're not saying yeah. that either. they they could have went out there and tried to hit all the channels you know, to get this, to get this message out. And it just, they just got shot down. That could have been, that could be the case too. We're not saying that we just, uh, we just going by the information that we have yeah. right now. And that's if the information they, if, we have. If they did use the proper channels, then those channels are weak. They weak channels. Yep. Um, these guys should be able to feel justified and satisfied by being able to voice however they feel about something. If they, did something and it was like the automated phone, you know, how, how whenever you call somebody now it's automated and it's like you didn't get anywhere with it, then nah, man, shame on us. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We need, to, we need to figure out a way for these people to be able to have something written or be able to project how they feel about something, man. Like at all times. Like it, it should never lead to uh, Stuart Scheller, Lieutenant Colonel Stuart Scheller um, getting around and doing all of this, right? It's just, it's just crazy. Um, the, having to criticize top brass over the Afghan fiasco, and I'm just, I'm just looking at it right now and uh, reading it, man. Just, it's craziness. Um, again, good luck for. Uh, he got a lot. He got a lot more up his sleeve. He said he got a lot more things to kind of talk about. He might be, he might know some stuff, you know. So that whole thing is getting real. Hollywood movie-ish. Messy. Getting messy. Yeah, it's getting real Hollywood movie-ish. And um, I know a lot of people support his decision to do that Facebook video. You oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. A lot yeah. of people, you know. Uh, I'm not saying that uh, what he was saying and what he wanted to know wasn't the right energy. You know what I'm saying? I believe that what he wanted to know 
was the right energy. I think we need a forum. I ain't even say doing it on Facebook is, is, uh, well, I did say it was wrong, but I understand why he did it as well. Um, I understand why he was told to get, you know, fired. I understand why he was like Eve out the same way he understands all of that stuff. Um, but I think we need a way, uh, open, you know, format and we've been driving this one, but I think we need an open format to be able to say that stuff without, uh, reprimand. Yeah. I mean, we both, we, we both agree on that. Um, but like you said, it's going to be a lot more said about this whole thing. We probably be talking about this again on another different episode. The longest war is over, right? The longest war is over about 20 years in Afghanistan. That's over. Um, if you're, uh, liberal, you probably believe that Biden was right for pulling, you know, um, a lot of soldiers. Well, you might even be 50, 50, but you might be leaning toward, uh, president Biden being right for pulling out the soldiers, um, saying that if they, you know, if they let everything just get tore down that fast and easy that we, you know, we're over there wasting our time. Um, if you are conservative, you probably think Biden made a stupid decision and he shouldn't have done this because that's where America is right now. There's no real middle ground. Like if you conservative, you believe one thing, if you're liberal, you know, you believe the other thing. Um, I know a lot of people, I, I was reading a Chinese, <laughs> a Chinese op-ed and they pretty much was saying like America sending their soldiers over there 20 years ago was the mistake. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So some, yeah. somebody else might have that idea, you know, as well. Um, but we got to, man, we got to, I think, man, as a country, man, we got to start finding ways to unite people. We keep having, <laughs> we keep finding ways to divide. Yeah. we keep finding way did you see the picture of the last uh the last person well the last soldier to leave afghanistan it's like a famous picture now yeah yeah i did see it man yeah that's on on facebook yeah i think i seen it yeah man how you feel about uh like not so not the topic of leaving afghanistan and the way we left and um you know the means by which but just how you feel about the war being over. Ooh, good question, man. Good question. I'm 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 gonna, I'm gonna say it like this, man. Just the, all the stuff that happened in the last, you know, few weeks, man. Like all this, this, this Talib, Taliban and all this type of stuff. It made me think like this. The reason why I think we was it was a good idea to leave, right? Mm-hmm. Because this is what I was hearing, right? And it's all like, you know, what I'm reading is that. They had a, a a military. Afghanistan had a military of three hundred thousand people. We gave them mm-hmm. weapons. We gave them all this different stuff. And as soon as it got a little hot over there, they bailed, man. Yeah, they bailed. Right? No, no, no fight, no nothing. And you telling me we should be still over there doing this? That's that's my opinion. You know of the situation. Um, so that's kind of how I look at it, man. I know. You know, people have different opinions on it, but I'm like, man, we we equipped this country, you know, with all this stuff, gave them all this stuff, trained them, you know, and then once it once you know shit hit the fan, you know, they blazed. So that's my take on it, man. Like, um, I'm glad it's over, straight yeah. up. I'm glad it's done. So I do want to plug ptsd.va.gov uh, real quick. 
uh, ptsd.va.gov. As soon as you go log on, they ask you questions. You get like right when you get there and roll into the newsletter. I say that because it's a lot of people that was in Afghanistan. Uh, I wasn't there. I'm, a, I'm a, an electrician on a ship wiring up lights and motors. Uh, but it's a lot of people that were in Afghanistan now that have been triggered again from a lot of these uh, current events and they trying to cope with it. Right. A lot of people and not just vets from Afghanistan, but vets from other wars. Um, so a lot of our vets are triggered by a lot of the things that's happened in Afghanistan. Uh, we know a few people personally that I know I could just tell by looking at some of their uh, statuses on Facebook, how affected they are by the decisions that's being made and everything that's going on. So yeah. ptsd.va.gov, make sure you go reach out. Um, it's a lot of uh, different places and options that you could reach out to. So if you need help right away, just call 1-800-273-8255. It says press one if you're a veteran or you could chat online with a counselor. And uh, 911 uh, ER are also resources for you if you're uh, having issues coping with some of the things that's going on in Afghanistan right now. So I wanted to make sure we get that out, too. Yeah, most definitely, man. Because, you know, people, you, know you, you you have to, if you put that, especially like the Army, Marines, all those guys, boots on ground, you know, they put a lot of hard work in over there, and then all of a sudden it just, like, you know, crumble like that. So I can see them having yeah. different visions or a different take on it, um, which is okay. Everybody can have a different opinions on, on on everything. I'd like to get you guys to, uh, to hit us up with your guys' opinion also and tell us what you guys think, you know, about the whole withdrawal um, of Afghanistan. A lot of a lot of a lot of bravery, a lot of bravery from a lot of guys. Um, I do I, I take a second. We ain't talk too much about our weeks, and we did that for a reason because we know it's a lot of stuff to talk about. But um, you know, one of the things that happened, uh, I can't get into it too much. But you know, we had a we got something that happened, right? So duty calls. So we need a we need people to stand watch, right? We need people to stand a certain watch somewhere. And um, so we get a bunch of leaders together and the leaders start talking and giving reasons why that people can't stand, you know, the watch. Right. But it's like some emergency duty kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, well, pretty much. I mean, I like in the, in a sense, I could kind of explain a little bit what it is. But um, the refugees from Afghanistan. Right. They 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 got to go somewhere and people got to stand watch where they are. Right. But so this happened. This is um, at this point an emergency situation. And in my opinion, this is us being called to action. Right. Um, and we get a bunch of leaders together and it's a bunch of people with reasons why they people can't stand, you know, to watch. And I, I was talking to my wife about this and you could I mean, I'm willing to, you know, whatever your opinion on this, you could tell me. But it's a lot of consider considerations that we make for our sellers. Right. Um, that's a part of being a leader. That's a part of understanding that people are diverse, people different, and people got personal things going on, um, whether they live 45 minutes away or they have kids. Um, we do it on a daily basis, right? Every day. Um, when it comes to every decision at work, you know, maybe you got a kid, you need to drop your kid off at CDC before you come to work, something like that. People take all of that stuff into consideration, right? Yeah. But when you, when, when you get to a point where we're being called to action, because a very military thing has happened and it's time to respond. It's time to man up. It's time to do what we got to do. Uh, our, our soldier up more. So it's time to do what we got to do. 
I think some of those considerations that we make when we start getting to the point that, you know, we then filled up a watch bill. Um, we, we tried four different rounds of not including some of the people that we do make these considerations uh, for on a daily basis. And now we at that last, we need 35 more people. We went through every version of the ringer that we could go. Now we're looking at some of these people that we make these considerations for on a daily basis. I think at that point it's time to throw away some of those considerations. I mean, that's just my opinion. Um, it's time to let's figure it out. Like enact your family care plan, uh, drive your 45 to an hour, wherever it is you need to go. Let's do this. We got somewhere for you to sleep. We got something for you to eat. But duty calls right now and at this moment. And we are, we, you know, that's why we read out these citations. That's why we duty calls at, at, at some point. This not a, this not a nine to five. This not an office job. We're in the military and I'm on shore duty. So I'm talking about sellers that don't normally stand watch. You know, and, I, and I'm seeing now it's a lot of times where like a chief or a khaki would be like, shit, I'll take the watch. But my seller got this. My seller got that duty calls, man. Yeah. You know, and I mean, that's my opinion. I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, I mean, the same. I'm, we're on the same page when it comes to that stuff, man. Like uh, we, we have things in place for that. We have family care plans. We have this stuff or whatever the case may be. Uh, but. A lot of that stuff do goes out the window when you have a family, when you have like, you know, emergencies and things like that. We have to get done. So um, it's not even questionable, though. Right. We have to get this stuff done. So when I go in that meeting, you know, because uh, you probably already heard something about it already. You knew this was coming. So hopefully that gave you a chance to let your sailor know, hey, this is coming. Get, I mean, I'm just letting you know ahead of time. The possibilities of you standing this watch and and you doing this, you doing that, it's, it's it's on its way and it's coming. I know it's short notice or whatever the case may be, but hey, we got to make this happen. And that's at the yeah. end of the day, that's what's going to happen, you know. So it's all situational, like you said before, yeah. it's situational. Like some people may just like just can't do it for X, Y, and Z, and I can understand it. 45 minutes to an hour, I feel like that's a you, choice yeah, you made. That's a choice yeah, you, you made. It, yeah. You made yeah, that you, choice. Yeah. You know, uh, single parents and stuff like that, I, 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 I got Enact it. Enact that care you plan, know. man. Yeah, yeah. I um, mean, at this point, you yeah. know, um, one of, I was talking to um, my wife about this. I was talking about Pearl Harbor because me and I was talking about it. Um, mm -hmm. And, I, like, when it was all going on, I was just kind of taking it all in and stuff like that. But, you know, but uh, so I was talking about Pearl Harbor. So let me ask you a question. So uh, December 7th, 1941, right? Mm -hmm. uh, this is a Sunday, right? Pearl Harbor happened on a Sunday, right? Yep. All right. So you're at home, right? You're not, on, you're, not, you're not on a ship. You're not on duty, whatever is going on. You're at home, right? Pearl Harbor happens. You know it's going on. What are you doing? What are you trying to do? Are you staying safe at home? It don't, it don't, it don't make no sense to go there. Are right, you lacing your boots you put in your uniform and you're headed to base what you doing it's not even questionable right that's what i'm doing it's not even like debatable it's not like oh let me sit here let me let's wait for somebody to call me <laughs> right this and it's pearl harbor so you probably don't stay far away anyway probably you know yeah. what i mean because <laughs> you're on an island but regardless of the situation you know you know yeah. if you're on a ship or you're on shore duty it's time to go it's time to um to get it 
in, in the yeah, day. I'm I mean, getting, we, I'm getting yeah. on that base. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's time, man. We're in the military. It's time to do the the military job. It's time to do it. Yeah. Um, and that's how I look at the things with like the watches with the refugees and stuff like that. Um, we don't get to do our job that often. Some people go twenty years without actually doing the military, the job, our, our actual, you know, our actual job. Some of us are fortunate yeah. enough, you know, to do it. Yeah, we we've been we we've been talking about this for for a hot minute, man. Cause we really trying to get you know get all the the ins and outs and hit all the little the little um, wickets about this. But I also want to talk a little bit about and we can get into it a little bit about one of those C's that the new SACNAV was talking about. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, which is uh, that COVID vaccination um, yeah. make it making it um, mandatory. So, yeah, it's Mando, baby. Yeah, man. So I don't know if you guys remember, and I don't know what episode either, but I came out and said this already. I yeah. said that this was going to be uh, coming mandatory, right? And um, and here we go. Uh, the message yeah. is out, right? It's out. Um, yeah. It's some. It's a couple things that that you can do. I know one of them is the you know the religious side of it. You can put a try to put a waiver in, and do all that stuff, but. Um, it's mandatory, and I'm here to say it right now. I am not surprised, and I yeah. hope everybody out there that's in the military is not surprised by this either. Uh, it was coming. Yeah. Um, now, well, this is bad news to some people. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, so this like this like when the Navy when they give you you know uh, surf and turf, and then they tell you that the deployment was extended. Right? Oh, I yeah. say that because the the uniform uh, changes was like good news to some people. So we're gonna talk about that later. Yeah. So it's like, all right, we're gonna make COVID vaccinations uh mandatory. Uh but right after we dropped that, they probably was waiting to drop to drop the uniform. All right, as soon as we make these COVID uh, vaccinations mandatory, we're gonna throw this uniform nav admin at their ass. Got <laughs> Let's em, make coach. them happy real quick. Got him, coach. <laughs> hey, I, I I tell you, I tell you though, man, um, you know, I respect people. You know that wasn't getting it, and I didn't, what they why they didn't want to do it, and and all this stuff. But I'm here to play the guy. I'm here to play the guy, right? Say I'm in an office, and it's six of us in this office, right? Mm-hmm. Only two of us been vaccinated, mm-hmm. right? So we have to travel a lot. The all the restrictions that happens with travel. For unvaccinated, it's easier to just send the people that are vaccinated, right? Yeah. I ain't got to worry. In some, in some places, I ain't got to worry about no ramen period. I ain't got to worry about nothing. I go in there and do my job, and I'm right back, right? Yeah. But guess what? That shit gets old real fast, right? Now, us two of us is the only people that can go on these travels all the time. They keep putting us on these travels all the time. And then yep. it become a money thing because now you got to put somebody in a room for 14 days or where, however long it is. You got to put somebody in a room for that long now. And then they go out and do their job instead of yeah. you got a guy like 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 me or somebody else's that goes in, do and come back. So, I mean, that's kind of how a lot of people looking at it also. You know what I mean, they looking at it like, man, you know, you're making it hard on, on other people, too. You know, yeah, do, but- do that. Do that sound selfish? maybe i don't know yeah i mean but, who's wrong who's wrong in that like yeah. the command for not for not yeah. taking 
you know, for not going through whatever extra hassle it is, are the person that don't want to get vaccinated. I would say the command. The command need to plan around that and still send yeah. that unvaccinated person where they... I, I think everybody need to plan around whatever it is that people choose to do. You know what I mean? I mean, that's yeah. my opinion. Um, I also think, uh, like, I don't... The people that didn't want to get vaccinated because they don't trust, uh, like, injecting something in a body that's foreign to them. <laughs> I, I agree. Like, 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 I'm vaccinated, but, I mean, if I could play, you know, devil's advocate here, I totally understand why like some people think it's microchips in it like i like whatever yeah. people think yeah. whatever conspiracy whatever it is that somebody thinks i mean i totally agree like they some people might even think the fda is in cahoots with whoever you know people don't trust anything anymore yeah. like and so. that's that's the crazy part and that, that's why <laughs> that's where i kind of drew the line at on that man I ain't gonna lie to you like at first it's like you're right people got a lot of theories but they've been pretty transparent on what's in it you know, yeah. you can look it up. You can Google it. You can do whatever. It's going to pop up. I don't know what none of that shit is. Yeah, man. me either. Me either. <laughs> um, but when I tell you, though, when the FDA approved it, though, I felt yeah. a little bit better about it, though. I yeah, what they said. I, yeah, I read somewhere that 80% of the people that said that, that didn't already take it, their confidence is heightened now because it was approved by the FDA. Yeah. So right. that's kind of where I was on the whole thing. But like I said, man, I knew it was coming in the beginning, though. So I wasn't it, it, when he when he hit. It was like, mm, yep, be some mad yeah. motherfuckers in the office today. Yeah, yeah, I think I think a lot of people knew it was coming. Um, yeah. At, at, at this point, because uh, they kept teasing it. I just think the, my only thing I was questioning was regarding the matter of time. Like how like how long until we got to be fully vaccinated? Yeah. So, so I'm gonna get into the uh, I'm gonna get into all of the messages. We are gonna get yeah. into all of the messages. Yeah, I'm gonna get yeah, into yeah. the all nav right now. Yeah, all nav zero six two slash two one, COVID nineteen vaccination policy. I ain't gonna go too deep into the all nav because we got a nav admin. So one of the approved vaccines has received full licensure from Food and Drug Administration FDA, right? And that's the Pfizer. Effective immediately, all DON active duty service members who are not already vaccinated are exempted are required to be fully vaccinated within 90 days. And all reserve component service members are required to be fully vaccinated within 120 days of this issuance with an FDA approved vaccination. I think that's November 27th. I think that day, 90 days from whatever that day was is November 27th yeah. service members who are actively participating in COVID-19 clinical trials are exempted from mandatory vaccination against COVID-19 until the trial is complete in order to avoid invalidating such clinical trial results. I, 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 I learned something there. I didn't even know that, you know, as service members, we could participate in clinical trials, you know, so maybe that's, maybe other people knew that, but I, I can't say I knew that. Yeah. Um, in order to obtain a full vaccine, in, in order to obtain full vaccination, the order to obtain full vaccination is a lawful order. And failure to comply is punishable as a violation of a lawful order under Article 92, Uniform mm -hmm. Code of Military Justice, and may result in punitive or adverse administrative action. Are both the CNO and Commandant of the Marine Corps have authority to exercise the full range of administrative and disciplinary actions to hold non-exempt service members appropriately accountable. This may include, but is not limited to, removal of qualification for advancement, promotions, 
reenlistment or continuation consistent with existing regulations or otherwise considering vaccination status and personnel actions as appropriate. So you pretty much get the book thrown at your ass if you don't get vaccinated. Yeah. That's the whole book, man. That's yeah. everything except for the kitchen sink. <laughs> That's <laughs> what that's saying is you're going to be vaccinated 120 days. Yeah. Now, now, now deeper into it. Now, when we get into this nav admin, we're going to talk about that. That part right now is on hold, right? That part right now is on hold. And I was just reading somewhere that Marines, um, cause it's, it's talking about even if you already had COVID, you still got to get the yeah, vaccine. Yeah, I read. I was that just too. you read that right. That yeah. they that they challenging that right. Yeah. They, and and there and 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 their instruction it says that you don't like like you don't have to get it if you already had it. So that's going against a a, a prior instruction. Um. So if anybody know if we got anything in the Navy that covers that, then you know that might be worth looking into. All right. So this from the Nav Admin one nine zero slash two one. In the ninety days. Right. Of note, all Navy COVID deaths have individuals, all Navy COVID deaths have been individuals not immunized. One individual was partially vaccinated. In consideration of this persistent health and readiness threat to Navy service members, vaccination against COVID-19 is now mandatory. Mandatory. Right. And then they got the references. But it's pretty much mandatory on pretty much now on the grounds that the FDA approved. Uh, yeah. Did they, did they change in that nav admin? Did they change the, 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 um, the time on that? No. Still 120? 90 days? Yeah, I thought it was, it's 90 days, right? Yeah, 90 days. Okay, okay, 90 days. Okay. Yeah. Fully okay. vaccinated, right? Fully vaccinated. Here's the definition again, right? Navy service members are considered fully vaccinated two weeks after completing the second dose of a two dose. COVID-19 vaccine are two weeks after receiving a single dose of a one dose COVID-19 vaccine. Right. And then they talk about booster shots still being under evaluation and being addressed later. Right. I think somebody jumped out the window too early with the booster shot uh, talk, but I mean, we could talk about that some other time prior to receiving the COVID-19 vaccine. Navy service members will have access to healthcare providers to address questions regarding the risk of COVID-19 and the benefits of the COVID-19 vaccination. So before you get vac- before you get the vaccine, you got somebody you could talk to, you get some form of health counseling or whatever you want to do, right? Exemptions, two types of exem- exemptions, medical and administrative, right? We're going to talk about medical in a minute. Administrative exemptions include religious, or we're going to talk about uh, administrative as well, religious accommodations, as well as others. And then they got the references, right? So make sure you read those references. Um, and then it's a process for obtaining the uh, exemptions, and we're gonna talk about that, right? Um, responsibility. So whenever you normally read these instructions or these nav admins and stuff like that, you know you normally get your purpose and you know the mission statements and stuff like that, and then they go right into responsibilities, right? So the COs, commanders, COs, OICs, right? So commanders. Commanding officers, officers in charge, right? Identify Navy service members not vaccinated, right? So figure out who it is. So somebody at, I'm sure every command now either already has a list or are putting together a list to figure out who's not vaccinated, right? Yeah. Um, second thing is to provide sufficient resources to local uh, military treatment facilities, our vaccination locations, so that we can execute, you know, vaccination plans. Third, uh, in coordination with some cognizant medical authority, 
uh, create a timeline that achieves full vaccination per paragraph. So by November 27th, everybody need to be fully vaccinated. Um, all right. For Navy service members without a pending exemption request or whose exemption request was denied, provide counseling regarding refusal to take COVID-19 vaccine. This counseling will include access to healthcare to a healthcare professional to answer questions regarding the risk of COVID-19 and then and the benefits of the vaccination. Commands will then issue a uniform NAV PERS 10-7613, which is a page 13, ordering initiation of the COVID vaccine series. And we're going to go over that page 13 here, too. I have a copy, printed it out, highlighted it, did my young EM3 thing with all of this information, man. We want to make sure people get it all. You got yep. anything right now as uh, far as what I covered right now? No. No, oh, keep going, man. Okay. For Navy service members who remain unvaccinated, or who have or are expected to exceed the time requirements, right? Ultimate disposition will be determined by the designated COVID consolidated disposition authority, right? The CCDA. I ain't really, I, I reached out to somebody about that, about who is it? Like, is it your IDC, your command? Like, who is that person? Is it somebody like a chief that's going to be uh, collateral now? And is it the IDC? What is it? I didn't really get, I don't, I'm not yeah. sure if I got an answer yet. You know anything about who no. the CCD? Okay, so the CCDA and every kind of instruction our Nav Admin has like something that they just they're like. Where the fuck does CCDA yeah, come from? Like, like, uh, like dude, should we already know this? Like, yeah, abbreviating every damn thing. Yeah, like, who is the CC? I never heard of this till this Nav Admin. Like, yeah, hey, like all y'all, you required to talk to CCDA, <laughs> and you know, it's like who the CCDA? Like, this is new. Like, like, come on, like, give us a little bit more of an outline about who the CCDA is. So the CCDA will serve as a central authority for adjudication. So that means this is like, is it like maybe it's the legal of and will have at his or her disposal the full range of administrative and disciplinary actions. That's crazy. Mm. Whoever the CCDA is. Yeah, right? gotta be Until further, yeah, it got to be somebody. Maybe it's the XO. Who knows? Until further notice, authority is withheld for initiating non-judicial punishment, courts martial, or administrative sex, uh, separation in cases of Navy service members refusing the vaccine. So I'm going to read that again. Until further notice, authority is withheld for initiating non-judicial punishment, courts martial, or administrative separation in cases of Navy service members refusing the vaccine. Right. The CCDA will serve as the central authority for adjudication and will have at his or her disposal the full range of administrative and disciplinary actions. Right. For Navy service members who remain unvaccinated or who have or are expected to exceed the time requirements, the ultimate disposition will be determined by the CCDA. I wanted to read all of that stuff again right now. Right. So what does that mean? You get the book. That mean well no 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 that mean that meaning it's on hold pretty much like um I guess it kind of means like yeah until you won't get you won't get to further notice you won't get kicked out or anything like that uh, administratively but it it, it says authority is withheld for initiating NJP courts martial or admin set yeah ain't shit happening yeah I guess until yeah that's true that's what it says yeah. Right. Yeah. We're going to give it some time. We're going to give it some time. Right. And it's um, new. Co- I mean, it's probably a good thing they put that in there, though. 
You know what I mean? Instead of like rushing to judgment, rushing to do this, rushing to do that. So yeah. it could be a big, a good deal by doing that. Because that all nav, the all nav is the book. The all nav was yeah. like, yeah, the book. So let's let the nav admin dig a little deeper, right? COVID reporting, right? So all service members um, is pretty much all, all of that administrative compliance is going to be in your record, right? Vaccine administrators must report vaccine administration errors, serious adverse vaccine reactions are clinically significant adverse events in the vaccine adverse events uh, event reporting system right so if something go wrong when you get the vaccine it's a place for that to be reported vaccine administrators must ensure that documentation of covid-19 vaccine administration is coded to accurately reflect the type of vaccine provided right so that's uh recorded too i did reach out to my doc when i say my doc my doc knows what i mean by my doc and my and she told me she pretty much um was explaining to me because I was wondering who did every ship's IDC have the vaccines already. Um, and it's not like I was asking about a ship ships underway. I think a lot of the big decks, they got them, they get in them, but everybody does have access to get them. So it's, it's all happening right now. Um, some of the smaller ships still, you know, they still getting them and stuff like that. I re- I did ask her about CCDA as well. And she didn't know what the hell that was. Yeah. So, so I guess yeah. we still trying to figure out, figure that out. Navy service members who received a vaccine from a retail network pharmacy, right? So this matters, right? If you if you not getting in at uh, MTF and you going somewhere else, right? So Navy service members who received a vaccine from a retail network pharmacy or other non-DOD vaccine administrator must provide documentation of the vaccine to your respective command no later than the next duty day for active component or within seven days for reserve component. component. So it could get entered into your record, right? Easy. Yep. Um, no harm for co-administration of COVID vaccine with other vaccines. That was something I always wondered too. You know what I'm saying? So it says it's no harm, uh, contra indication for co-administration of the COVID vaccine with other vaccines. So it's like Moderna, Pfizer, whatever. Uh, it's only one of them. I'll be honest. I probably stay away from. That's Johnson and Johnson. Dude. Yeah, me too. You know what I'm saying? I'm I got the Moderna, but even look because I was looking at the FDA list, the uh, emergency useless, uh, and I don't see uh, Johnson and Johnson like nowhere there. None of those lists. No. Um, vaccination and reporting timeline. Right, so vaccines should be given as quickly as possible. MTFs should be prepared to begin administration of vaccine within 24 hours of receipt. That pretty much mean as soon as they get the vaccine in that they need to be issuing those vaccines they shouldn't be holding on them for holding on to them uh for super long yeah i tell you what man yeah that that um when that message came out boy it seemed like like the medical field knew that this message was about to come out oh yeah Yeah. And and i'm saying this because um before when we was getting getting vaccinated, we had to go over to medical, uh, the main medical, and and they had this little stuff outside of that. People go in and had a big lines and all that type of stuff, right? So once that message dropped, the next day they was in our building in hallways, standing by. Whoever yeah. want to come get the shot, it was happening just like that. Like they was in our never came to our building before, man. And I and I work in the ATG building, which I'm not at ATG, but I work in the same building that they work in. Yeah, man, they got the shots over there, like in the hall where you walking by them. You ain't got it. You walking by these guys every day. Yeah, you know what I mean. So the the vaccination is out there. It's out there, man. Yeah. It's whether you um, want to take it or not. It's not not like they don't have it. 
available right now we talked about exemptions right um and the 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 religious belief exemption right well, that's one uh we're gonna talk about in a sec before we get into that i'm gonna talk uh go through this page 13 so people understand and like i said we're gonna do a lot of reading here so people see everything um, I like to think that we got junior sellers that listen and every now and then, you know, outside of hearing RC stories and us talk and reflect on things that they want some information. Um, and maybe you didn't take the time to look at that page 13 yet. So we'll do it for you. Right. So on blank date, all U.S. service members were mandated to be vaccinated against COVID-19. Your current medical records indicate that you have not been vaccinated against COVID-19. So this page 13 is only for whoever didn't get the vaccine already. Right. So the following information is provided for your consideration. Your health and safety are the Navy's number one concern. The COVID-19 vaccines are safe and effective. The threat from COVID-19 is deadly and real. Vaccination has proven to be the most effective defense against serious illness caused by COVID-19. Healthcare providers are available to discuss your medically related objections, concerns with the COVID-19 vaccines. DOD will administer, administer DOD will administer COVID-19 vaccinations consistent with FDA approved dosing schedules and current standards of military of I mean of medical practice. Administration of the COVID-19 vaccine is in the interest of national security and protection of the force. And that's pretty much almost saying that like yo if all of us are affected by COVID then like a whole ship can't get underway. And we saw that happen. Yeah. Like just last year, right? A whole ship had to stand down for a while. Receiving a vaccine helps protect your family and dependents as well as fellow sailors and Marines and associated DOD civilians, right? At work, you know, stop spreading. Uh, three, unless medically or administratively exempt, any refusal to be vaccinated may constitute a failure to obey a lawful order and may be punishable under Uniform Code of Military Justice, UCMJ, and our administrative action for failure to obey a lawful order. UCMJ Article 92. They actually put the acronym wrong on there. I'm looking at it. The following corrective action is required. Within XX days of this administrative counseling, you will complete receipt of the COVID-19 vaccination using the FDA-approved vaccine. Of note, the Pfizer vaccine is a two-shot series. Proof of vaccination is required and must be entered into your medical record. Member must initiate all that apply. First, The first thing they need to initiate I acknowledge the above counsel and warning and understand its contents. Second, I've been informed of my rights to submit a statement in response to this counsel and warning. And then they initiate one below. They intend to submit a statement or they don't. And then the last thing is they intend to seek uh, an exemption as indicated in paragraph three. The exemption request will be submitted within 10 days of whatever date. So there we have it for exemption request, right? Whatever date you sign your page 13. You got 10 days to submit your exemption request. And then the CO signs it, the member signs it, and a witness signs it. So that's the page 13 right there. So that's pretty much what we're going to be giving sellers. Yeah, so that, that, that page 13 pretty much says to me, you know the consequences of not getting vaccinated. You know what I mean? You, know, you, 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 you got some options, yes. But it also says in there, if you don't do these things, you're going to be punished by the UCMJ. Uh, that's pretty much all what all page 13s are. It's just it's just notifying you yeah. um, on what could happen and you sign off on it saying, yeah, I know all these X, Y, and Z. So that's kind of what happened. I think that's a pretty good page 13, though, to, just to have um, saying it. And it's informative to let you know, you know, this, all these different things can happen and your options also. So 
It's a pretty good page 13. For the religious uh, aspect of it, right? Um, so, Buper Instruction 1730.11 Alpha, right? From 16 March 2020, right? And I'm, I'm giving all the references for a reason. And then if you do follow the podcast and listen to the podcast, whether it be Apple Music, Spotify, wherever, I mean, Apple Podcast, Spotify, wherever you listen to it, you'll see all of these descriptions as well. If you watch it on YouTube, same thing with the hot links, with the hyperlinks. So you can just click right on that link. It'd be the same way for this episode. Um, immunizations, right? The Navy requires immunizations for all sailors based on its compelling interest and in mission accomplishment, including military readiness, unit cohesion, good order, discipline, health and safety. Local commanders should make a reasonable effort to acquire alternative vaccinations when available that meet both religious needs of sellers and the Navy's immunization requirements as determined by BUMED. Refer to Mill Persman 1730-020 as needed. Medical waivers of immunization requirements not associated with religious belief will continue to be adjudicated by the health care provider as addressed. Right? So Mill Persman 1730-020 immunization exemptions for religious beliefs and we won't get into that one right but if you need it we have it um and it's available for you so go through it if you feel and if your religious belief is telling you that you you know you you can't get these vaccines you know go through the procedure just know it's a procedure it will be some counseling you will be asked questions you'll be interviewed uh page 13s Everything like that. I got a, a copy of a page 13 right here and I'm not going to read through the whole thing, um, but it's pretty much saying you understand that the policy is to accommodate religious practices whenever possible. Unless doing so will have an adverse impact on mission accomplishment, including military readiness, cohesion, good order, discipline, our health and safety. And then you understand that your accommodation of your religious practice cannot be guaranteed at all times. Right. So that accommodation for your religious practices cannot be guaranteed at all times. I understand that determination of military necessities rests entirely with my Navy chain of command and that I'll be expected to comply with the Navy's policy, practice or duty from which I am requesting accommodation unless and until approved by the designated authority. Right. So and it's more to that page 13, but that's pretty much what that page 13 is. Like you just said, awareness. Right. Yep. I'm aware of my decisions and I'm aware of the consequence of my decisions. And then they got a chaplain interview checklist. Yep. So you got to go, you know, you got to go talk. And that's straight out of uh, 1730.11. So Buper Instruction 1730.11 from 24 July 2019. It's a chaplain interview checklist. So if you if you you want an immunization uh, waiver, then you got to go speak to a chaplain. And they have a whole checklist and things that they need to look over. Right. Yeah. So I that's that's how you do it. Yeah, I, I think it's um, I think that's going to be a hard, um, a hard mountain to climb when it comes to the, re the religious practice side of it, because one thing I, that 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 hit me in the face when I read that about the religious standpoint, they don't even it's not even talking about vaccine. They talking about immunization. Right. So I, I think that kind of throws a wrench in it myself because of the fact of we all why you can't if you take why you can't take this certain vaccination you taking all these other vaccinations and you you religious you you still doing your religious practices whatever you taking flu you taking all this other stuff but um the vaccine is different uh when it comes to immunization 
because remember it, it didn't point out in that in that it don't point out vaccines you know i mean the um it don't point out uh covid vaccination in there it just point out immunization i so, mean i mean i i guess it depends on like the person like how devout they are if they haven't been you know what i'm saying like whatever it is you know what i'm saying you know they got the beard waiver where we already saw like people like for their religious beliefs get like you know authority to have the beard or whatever so i think it i think it depends on what if they haven't gotten any other you that's know, the thing and then that, and that's the, that's why i say it's a hard it's a hard um Hard hill to climb. Not you're right. It's gonna be some circumstances where probably no one has got anything, and I can say, okay, they got stuff to back them up. Yeah, but if you don't yeah. have that, you know what I mean, I feel like it's gonna be hard for you to try to get that approved. If yeah. you you can't just go converting yeah. to a religion, right? Like I know we <laughs> we about to have a lot of people converting to religions because <laughs> yeah. this ain't the only Nav Admin that dropped. <laughs> yeah, right. Man. Nav Admin one eight three two one just came out yeah man. <laughs> nav admin 18321 just came out and what Dang. nav admin is that the uniform policy update Woo-hoo. boy so. it's some it's some <laughs> it's some happy people out here right now about this new nav admin man and you know yeah, i'm gonna i'm gonna you know you're gonna do your nav admin breakdown and oh all no that. yeah we're gonna break this thing down line by line yeah we're gonna do that breakdown but i just wanna wanna most definitely say that I know is some happy sailors out there today, or when that yeah. when or when that nav admin dropped. Um, so yeah, let's get to it, man. Let's do it. Yeah, man. Let's let's go, man. So nav admins one eight three two one navy uniform policy updates directly support sailor twenty twenty five objectives. To attract and retain the very best sellers by finding greater flexibility in our policies and practices, including uniforms. Whenever I think about Seller 2025, I think about the first thing they shot out. <laughs> like, well, the first thing that I kind of recognized that was shot out, and that was getting rid of the rates. <laughs> like, like, mm-hmm. yeah, that was the worst way to launch. <laughs> yeah. That was the worst way to launch uh, Seller 2025. But um, so Seller 2025, right? Uh, we want to attract. We want to retain. We getting more conscious about um, uh, ethnicities and uh, you know gender identification and everything. Right. So let's go. The following uniform agreement policy changes are effective, as stated. Earrings effective immediately. Male sellers are authorized to wear earrings while in a leave or liberty status when wearing civilian clothes, on and off military installations. And when using government transportation, unless prohibited by proper authority, airings are not authorized when wearing civilian clothing while performing official duties. So un- unless prohibited by proper authority, me, I talked to I talked to you about this the other day. What does that mean? Well, yeah, I mean, that, that is that is a that's some gray area right there. Um, always, but always I te- in the but, but, but but I tell you this though, I want to hit this earring thing right real quick. Um, I've been having earrings in my ears like ever since freaking uh, probably junior high school, right? <laughs> so for a long mm-hmm. time, um, and every time I know, every time I walk off that base when I was a younger sailor, those earrings was in. But 
The yeah. difference was when I got off that base. Now, when I walk off that pier, <laughs> when I get off that ship, when I take off my uniform. So to me, that reads when I time I take off, if I was on a ship right now and I go down to my birthing and I take that uniform off and get ready to put my civilian clothes on to leave, I'm popping them earrings on. Yeah, yeah. While I'm on, while I'm, while I'm down in the Berlin on the on ship, the ship. Yeah, I'm on the ship. That is probably one of the biggest things right there, man. That that whole nav admin, man was like, you can walk around on a military facility with earrings in. That's, yeah, I that, don't know why you ever couldn't. Yeah, I mean, I, I I tell you what though, and this this is my opinion. Of course, I don't think we should be walking on and off that quarter deck with earrings in our ear. Same why thing out. Because it's a military, because you're in the military, right? right same so same thing. Same thing about when you when people walk across that quarter deck, and they got a do rag on. I got a problem with that too. You stand what's up. You un, st- hmm? What's unmilitary about earrings? I won't say it's un unmilitary. Just saying to me, and it's, again, it's my opinion. I don't think it's like professional i want to take this to the earring i love earrings i wear them all the freaking time i'm yeah, not yeah, saying yeah. It, i'm not saying it like that i'm just talking about but i mean just, our profession is the military yeah um but i feel like like when you walk in it means something when you stand up there at attention and you before you go off that court you salute that flag or you stand still for that flag up there i feel like it's a i don't know it's just a military thing to me and and i feel I mean, like we got it i mean this these are things that you know because yeah. these things could be divisive we gotta dig deep on this i yeah. i disagree i disagree yeah. with you yeah you should like I mean, yeah. an airing like what does an airing i don't have airings in my air but i don't understand what it misrepresents i don't, I, don't, I just hey. i just why do we care which is a good question why why should i care right i it, it could be because this is how we grew up in the Navy, and which I ain't saying that's right. I'm not saying that's Somebody right, but that, it, yeah, yeah, that's that could be um, the reason why I'm thinking like that. I just, just never, and it's and, and like I said, it's just more than just earrings with me when you walk across. It's because somebody that. said a long time ago that it yeah. was unprofessional. Yeah, somebody said a long time ago you shouldn't have them. So that's why we believe this. I'm the dude that still take his book bag off when he walk across the uh, the brow. Yeah. Or whatever. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because when I went to boot camp in the building, they said we couldn't salute the flag with our book, with our book bag on. Yeah. I never personally saw that in writing. I'm not saying that it's not in writing, but I never saw it. But uh, when I went through boot camp, we couldn't salute. We couldn't come into that boot camp quarter deck. That wasn't even a ship <laughs> without our book bag on. Yeah. Same but, thing like, when the National Anthem play, you take your backpack off. <laughs> I got yeah, called out by like, them before, who, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, who, like, this whole airing thing is like, who? cares man yeah like i'm i'm somebody cared way too much some time ago yeah. <laughs> like like, like and, somebody cared way too much and it probably came from like like people doing too much also right when i think i, say, it, when I, I think when it, it, i think it had to do back then with whatever people associated masculinity what yeah that's what i think and I, and also you got yeah, which they didn't really state too much. They just said earrings, but you were you going to catch these sailors out there probably doing too much? But you didn't you didn't say anything about that. It's earrings you can have in that ear that hang way down here. You know what I mean? Yeah. That didn't really get brung up on what size earrings, what the, what the blah, blah blah. So I'm sure it's gonna be something else that come out about it. But um, I'm most definitely happy for sailors with this though. 
because I'm a big fan of 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 of, of wearing earrings, man. No no shit. I, like, I, I have no problem with it at all. Yeah. Zero problems with but it. But even with the size they wear, though, I can't see. I mean, it's in civilian clothes anyway, so why does it matter? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is is it rules for women when they got their civilian clothes on and the size of their earrings and yeah. civilian clothes? Yeah, that's true. That's true. I didn't look at it like yeah. that, but I, yeah. I man, okay. I know we got some civilian clothes like kind of like rules and stuff like that, but yeah, I mean, you on your civvies, man. Like you, you know, you good to go. In my opinion, I mean, the only thing I said that I'm still kind of harping on is the, and I, I mean, I would. It's great. I don't think we're gonna agree on all of these topics, right? Yeah. Which is great. Um, but uh. Like the proper authority issue. That's my issue, man. Because that just mean that if I got my earrings on and I'm walking on the ship and I see old Senior Chief Leggings mm. and Senior Chief Leggings having a bad morning. Yeah, like always. And he say, hey, you can, <laughs> he say, hey, you could take, you got to take your earrings off. How? Like, who are you? Are you the proper authority? So I think we need to define, uh, pro- I think we shouldn't be putting out, and maybe we do have a definition for it somewhere, Yeah. but I don't think we should be putting out new nav admins and just putting proper authority in there and giving that old, crusty, salty dude just a little bit of leverage to just be able to go against it because they feel like they're the proper authority. That's, yeah. I, I now if it, we, if, I'm yeah, listening. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, if we wondering what's the issue and what's always been an issue, Gray areas and nav admins have always, they are an issue and they've always been an issue. We need to get rid of these damn gray areas. That's it. You know what? And maybe they put that gray area on the COs to print out that fresh ass page 13 to say, no, you will not wear earrings until you step off the ship or you don't wear earrings until you go here. I will not be surprised if that happens. And that could be where that gray area at right there. Stating some stuff like that, okay, you will not have earrings on on the ship or some crazy shit like that. I'm assuming that's yeah. that that could probably be one of those things. Yeah, I, I just yeah, I just don't see why it's an issue no matter what. Yeah, like period. Yeah, it ain't like the mask. It ain't like you need a seal. It's just earrings. It's only earrings. Uh, B. <laughs> B. So that was only A, right? We a. on B now. Yep. Male hair grooming effective immediately. Male sellers' hair grooming standards are expanded to include bald. So I got to stop there for one second. <laughs> for tough. one second. You know, I got a bald head, man. <laughs> I had it already. Yeah. That means that, you know, as much as I talk about following instructions and listening, man, I got to admit, I've been fucking up. <laughs> yeah. And and I, and when I when I read that the first time, the first thing popped in my head, I wish I knew that. Right. I Why, what would you have done? Man, I'd be freaking straight in sailors out all over the place, man. <laughs> so what would you you have told me I needed to grow my receding hairline? <laughs> I would have said, bro, I need to see that. <laughs> like, hey, Damo, I know you should look like Elma Fudd up top, but you need to grow it. <laughs> I just I need to like, see it, man. I need to see what you got going on up there, man. Like, grow that thing out. <laughs> grow you it know, out, man. man. Like I said in that episode uh, when we was talking about the dude with the messed up beard, man. Man, let these guys be happy at work. They get more, <laughs> they get more work done like that, man. Oh, so it expanded God. the ball shit yeah. that a lot of people been doing, right? Uh, flat tops, <laughs> shit that a lot of people been doing. Yeah. Faded and high and tight hairstyles, a lot of people been doing it. Yeah. This was one of those like, hey, like let's just yeah. put it in the instruction. Like it let's may, just yeah. accept that it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hairstyles may also have squared or rounded gradual 
tapers in the back of the head. Right? So that's fade that's fading your back out. That's yeah. it, getting it back faded. Now back when I had hair, I used to get my back the back of my joint faded. I used to, I don't know, I, I stay, I've been back fading forever. Yeah, well you've been wrong. I see. Yeah, you've been wrong, man. You can't fade that back, man. <laughs> <laughs> when sideburns are worn, Uh-oh. the hair length of the sideburns will not exceed the hair length where it intersects with the haircut. So that's pretty much yeah, 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 yeah. You can't fade from the. You can't have a darker sideburn than up top, which is which. I just don't. Some of the sideburn shit, I just don't understand. And it's the second part of it. Overall sideburn length limits remain unchanged, and sideburns are not authorized with bald hairstyles. Now let's now that now hold up that one right <laughs> let's there. Take man. a pause. That hit me. That one right there hit me a little bit different, man. Right let's there. Let's take a pause. But man. let me tell you. Hey, let me tell you. First off, before we get started on it, man. Yeah, I never seen this before. I never seen somebody have a sideburn and then had like a beard or you know <laughs> or hair on their head or something like that, right? But yeah. you sent me a picture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't Shaq, know where right? you Shaq. Shaq. Yeah, I don't know where you find it. I'm telling you, where go out there and look at Shaq and put in. I don't know what you you typed up sideburns or whatever, man. Maybe you should send him a link to that. I'm Yo, telling you, dude. I that was that like, might oh. be the cover image of yeah. the podcast. Yes. Why would you? Why the fuck would you? Who? Who? The fuck, who's doing that? Like, why would you do that? Yeah, man, that's crazy. Now, why I did see, we write that? Now I know that's the other thing. Why do we like? If you got a bald head and you got your beard going, yeah, you can have your little sideburns, you're coming down or whatever. But if you don't have <laughs> no facial hair and no hair on top of your head. Why That's in egregious. the hell you want to walk around with a sideburn, yeah. man? Yeah, they should have made that subject to uh, Article ninety two as well, man. Yeah, that should be Article ninety two, man. <laughs> like you shouldn't. I, I <laughs> just Article can't see that, man. I just can't see that. That that's <laughs> your thing. to obey, man. That's that's Article ninety two, man. Like who, like who does that? Like who did that? That made either whoever wrote this is so out of touch with reality. <laughs> like, yeah. like they is like we need to make sure we include everything. Yeah. Or they actually went somewhere and saw a bald dude with burns on his face, man. Hey, man. Like I tell you what, man. Like wherever you guys are at, they got those burns and they got no facial hair and no hair on top of your head. Hit me up, man. I want to talk to you. Yep. I think you need you <laughs> need some you need some help. You need me to help you out a little bit, man. Some 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 going on right there, man. Some going if on. If you a listener of the podcast and you all the way bald with sideburns, uh, we don't need your support. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> we don't need your support. <laughs> oh <laughs> we we don't need God, go man. go and get help now. Yeah. Go uh, go find a hotline to call. Go get help now. It's not okay, man. Fleeting family, man. <laughs> Fleeting family, man. Don't be that guy. It's not okay. If you if you think it's cool, it's funny because it do hit you up on Facebook. I think you spoke about it on Facebook because the dude's like, um, nah, I mean, like, which I mean, what does it mean? Like, I got sideburns and but he's like, yeah, but you got a beard. Yeah. You know, he's like, well, no, we talk about sideburns with the ball. Dude yeah. got quiet. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> he got nothing. quiet. Like, yeah, yeah like nobody's doing that man if you're doing that go get help right now seek help um that's egregious that's an egregious act not not um, only uh who whoever was in charge of putting this nav admin out i'd like to talk to you too though like where did that part 
<laughs> where did that come from? Like, where did those lines come from right there? And why did we have to put it? It's got to be a reason. It got to yeah, be a reason yeah, it got put in yeah, there. Yeah. So, I, never, listen, uh. I never wanted to. I never wanted to interview somebody so bad, man. I never wanted to go viral with this podcast. That ain't our goal, man. But if 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 we could go viral enough, people could find whoever put this, whoever wrote this shit in this instruction, so we could ask them why did they write this. Yes. I will be fulfilled, man. Yes, I will be fulfilled. That's it. like that is the worst thing that I've ever seen written down. On a nav admin. Yeah, man. That's pretty bad, man. That's pretty bad. Sideburns are not authorized with bald hairstyles. Come on, man. Matter of fact, I'ma go to I'ma go to our page real quick and I'ma um read when I cause I did I researched this, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I researched this, man. Cause I, I really wanted to know, man. First off, I couldn't find any like too many pictures of people bald with sideburns, except for Th- that one picture uh, of Shaq, mm-hmm. but I'm a, I'm I'm gonna read this. Um, I, I researched it in uh, www.groominglounge.com. Right, they answered the question. Right, so I asked the question: Should bald men have sideburns? Right, should bald men wear sideburns? First sentence: Bald guys should not have sideburns. If you are bald and want to grow a beard, the beard should come all the way to the ear. <laughs> If bald guys get hair growth still around the side back, the sideburn should match the baldness level of the hair. And that's it, man. And then for that other part up there about your sideburns being thicker than your top hair, don't do that either. Yeah. Don't do that either. That's like what, fat bastard type shit? Yeah. Like, like, like from Austin. Don't do that either. Don't do none of that. Like, let's, let's just, let's kind of move on from that. Right? You shall not. I will yeah. shall not. <laughs> yeah. You get the book <laughs> Leavenworth, man. <laughs> Leavenworth <laughs> shoe program. <laughs> uh, uh, medical and religious waiver beards effective immediately. Male sellers with an approved modified shaving regimen in line with the a thousand point twenty two buprenorphine instruction and approved religious accommodation to wear a beard in line with seventeen thirty eleven are authorized to optionally edge outline or shape the outer edges of their beards on the face and neck edging outlining or shaping of beards is defined as the light clipping or trimming of hair at the very outer edges of the beard to give a shaped appearance that last sentence reads like whoever wrote it didn't understand what the fuck lining up your beard means so they feel like they needed to explain it to whoever else didn't understand it buddy you are the only person that didn't understand what lining (laughs) up your shit meant they could have literally just wrote, yo, you can line your shit up now. Yeah, <laughs> and everybody would have understood what that meant. We did not need that Navy style definition of what getting your shit lined up means. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, uh, true, true. Those facts, man. But I want to I want to like let you guys know, man, I don't know if it's our first or second episode. I, it was I the first episode we aired. Yeah, man, I throw a lot of shade at the, that people yep. with them beers, man. I throw a lot of shade. Yep. Right. But. This is this has to be a good thing for people who have beards. And other ways, I yeah. threw a lot of shade towards it because because you 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 can grow a real good one. So I have to throw in shade because of yours. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But to edge that thing up, man, I think that is one of the best things that can happen with it, man. Because you got some you got some wolves out there, man. They be growing them beers, man. And and I know some nav admins that came out and, and say you got to you know knock it down and all this type of stuff, but 
many people had that. That should be connecting to their freaking, you know, they, they almost down here and shit on their they chest hairs and shit. Yeah. So I, I'm kind of, I'm probably, you know, I mean, and, it, and it's a good appearance, man. When you got your shit shaped up, you know, smooth and cut and trim, it's a good appearance. And I think that's that's the thing we should have looked at and changed a long time ago. Yeah, man, I feel like I win this. I feel like I won that argument. Yeah. I feel like I won that. So, I mean, you're going to look professional. You're going to yeah. look professional, Most man. definitely. Like, what, definitely. like, it's more professional than the rugged, ragged look, you know? And one of my homegirls, I was looking at her uh, social media, and she was like, Navy men about to be fine as hell on these ships. <laughs> <laughs> and we got the earrings now and our bears lined up. That's a oh, great look, man. man. It is. I said it, man. Them boat, that, 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 that boat boo numbers, man, they about to Ooh. hit all-time heights, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, Them yeah. numbers about to hit all time heights, man. Man, man it's a great you day. Old, you <laughs> see, old boy Beard. That's I'm gonna be the talk up. talk of the burthens. <laughs> I saw I saw somebody say I saw somebody say something like you know you no longer gotta say hey Master Chief it grow in like this. <laughs> it just grow your joint grow in. I, somebody used to do that on the ship. I'd be like, man, you know you can't get your jaw lined up. Nah, Chief. Nah, like. My jaw just go in, just go in like this. Like it go in, it go in perfectly lined with the scar from the razor. Yeah, yeah just you know, that's how I just got a cut yeah, right there. Man. Nah, your jaw was, was sharp. It was, it was hey, white that, around the edges. Uh, two yeah, days ago. that often the same man got a little white. <laughs> yeah, it was white around the edges two days ago. Fresh. That jaw still hurt from the alcohol, buddy. Mm, your joint don't grow in. Nobody joint like you know they be trying to act. You know that's like yo, I'm. Like, cause sometimes they be trying to act like it's a cultural divide. Yo, we from the same culture, man. Your joke don't yeah. go in like that. Yeah. Now, yeah. what didn't they? What what didn't they address about male hair that you would have a question about? Cause it's something what? I got a question about. Yeah, I got the the the, the natural hair thing, right? That you see people with the little twists, you see people with a little little uh, little curls type stuff going on with the head. I feel like mm-hmm. they should have addressed that because that's some gray area for me. Cause only thing. Only thing it says in there is is natural hair, right? Yeah. Um, so I feel like that should have been addressed a little bit more um, yeah. to clarify. So that was one of my biggest takes from the male grooming side because again, that appearance could be sharp. Also, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. It could yeah. be it could be sharp in appearance, and you can look good while you while you um while you doing it. So I don't see. Um, well, I think we should address that because, man, I don't, I don't like the gray area, man. You got too many, um, too many people out there that's leaders from different backgrounds, from different whatever. Don't put no gray area on that shit, man. You yeah, know, explain yeah. it perfectly so everybody can understand what is going on. Yeah, I think I, I don't know. I think that's when somebody in a room and they not trying to get all the leverage at one time so they might hold on a card or something like all right i'm gonna hold on to the to the big joker until another time because we yeah. definitely need to talk about those hairstyles you talk like the killmonger hairstyle yeah. stuff like that right yeah yeah we definitely need to talk about you know those hairstyles the twist and, and and all of that stuff um that's again one of those things that i don't see what's what goes against good order and discipline there i really don't now when you're getting it and you're not supposed to have it then yes you're going against good order and discipline but i don't see what about a hairstyle goes against good order and discipline at all if your joint lined up right and it look good then you're good to go so good to go yeah we done man none of these wild bears or nothing crazy did you see that movie beckett with 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 denzel son on, on netflix 
Beckett with oh, John. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I saw yeah. yeah. We ain't got to look like Beckett no more. Yeah, you know man. what I'm saying? We ain't got to walk around looking like Beckett, man. Yeah, he was looking a little but, wild, man. <laughs> he was looking real scruffy. Uh, medical and religious waiver beards. Uh, we talked about that. Yeah. Female hair grooming. Female hair grooming. Effective immediately. Female hair grooming standards are expanded to authorize very short length hairstyles that show the scalp. Right? Uh, not exceed two inches in bulk and four inches in length anywhere around the head. Very short length hairstyles may also include a taper at the back and side of the head and one straight. Here we go again. <laughs> Here we go again. Very short length hairstyles may also include a taper at the back and side of the head and one straight fore and aft head part. Come on, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> I get it. You know, we the Navy. We got a bunch of these traditions and all that. We did not need to put fore and aft into a nav admin about women's hairstyles when we saying that they can have short curl patterns. Uh, uh, they make, uh, hey, they making sure you can understand it, man. They want to be in the book. They want to I know you can understand four and a half. You know these sellers don't give a damn about understanding four and a half. They could have yeah. put the front and, and the, the back. back of your hair. We not talking about a vessel. We talk about somebody's damn head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like four, and then that's the shit that's gonna make somebody. Well, I've been places where somebody was like, well, four and a half, they not really talking about like, well, this type of situation, four and a half, they not really talking about your head. They talking about what part of the ship you standing. So if your hair look like this and you standing aft looking forward, then you can't have that hairstyle. If your hair look like this, you standing forward looking aft, you can't have that hairstyle. There we go, man. Take this bull crap out of these nav atmos, man. Get a young person in that room. Get yeah. a young person in that damn room, man. Nobody yeah. wants to hear that. And then it gets into some other stuff about uh, the women hairstyle that I don't understand. Um, uh, like a bunch of technical uh, stuff about facilitating gradual blending with longer hair and limbs. Um, hard parts being optional, not to exceed four inches in length. And that, that might have to do with the French uh curl or whatever that that stuff is that one of the sellers talked to me about before if it does i would have loved to have a woman here for this part to kind of explain some of the changes so i could understand yeah. what it means i looked at pictures but some of this stuff i just don't understand and it also uh says bald hairstyles razor cut or shaved short remain unauthorized except in the case of medically prescribed treatments and require care Right. So if medically prescribed, you could get your hair bought. But I don't I, I don't understand. It's just like earrings to me. If a woman if if we just authorize for men to have all all hair off their hair. Right. Well, if a woman boys. wants to take all the hair off her head, why can't she? Why not? I don't see. I and, don't see. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. I, and, yeah. and it might speak to that next part of this instruction. It might speak to the next part because it might assumingly speak to if she went bald she would want to wear a wig every now and then whatever but i just don't understand the that i just don't understand that um Get me medically there. prescribed head coverings effective 30 days from the release of this message male and female sellers undergoing medic medically prescribed health treatment our care that results in a drastic loss of hair or the scalp becomes too sensitive to wear wigs or hair pieces Military covers, protective headgear, our equipment are authorized to wear fabric head coverings, solid colors of black, khaki slash tan, uh, navy blue or white. 
right? And then those coverings match your uniform. They must be medically documented and prescribed by appropriate uh, military healthcare providers. I got nothing for that. Um, if anybody was affected by that and that, that seems to be, it looks like a positive change if they couldn't yeah. do that before. You got anything for that one? No, not really. Any, uh, no. no. This is a big one right here. Accented names. Effective immediately. Sellers whose legal names contain accents are authorized to include and display those accents in the name tags, name patches, or name tapes while wearing a uniform. I think that's a culturally aware uh, yeah. thing and a ethnically aware yeah. uh, thing. Something like that, right? That's a good thing. No doubt, man. And I, I, I read that. I uh, most definitely know, like, it wasn't a fact of sailors wasn't trying to get it put on their uniform. It's the fact that the sometimes the um, uniform shops couldn't do it, you know? Yeah. So most definitely, man, that's a, I think it's a good deal for everybody. So that's, you could get that swiggly thing over the letter now, right? The little yeah. swiggly thing? Yeah. Whatever that is. Somebody knows what it is. I don't know yeah. the name of it. Yeah. It's a swiggly thing. Most definitely. But Beyonce could had a slant over the e right that's pretty much what that means yeah all right uh uniform uh type two type three effective immediately sellers may optionally wear one or two shoulder patches when wearing the uh, nw type two type three now in this one um whoever this whoever's affected by this i mean i would love to know who like what like what's so deep about this when wearing one or two uh, shoulder patches, the reverse U.S. flag patch will be worn on a right shoulder pocket flap. Patches worn on a left pocket flap will be an authorized shoulder patch. Command unit logos are don't tread on me. Shoulder patches remain optional for, pers- for personal purchase and wear with the NWU Type 2, Type 3. Command mandated shoulder-, shoulder patches will be procured and issued by the command directing its wear. NWU shoulder patches may be either laser cut or of embroidered construction. Yeah. So if anybody, I mean, if that have we already been doing anybody, that though? We, I, I thought I seen commands wearing their patches already. Yeah. Well, let's say you can optionally wear one or two. Okay. So it's an option to wear one or two. Yeah. So uh, maybe somebody don't want to wear. So then it says, um, I, when wearing one or two, where to wear it. So now it's you know it's optional now. But I, I don't, I guess, I guess because you got to buy the pack. I don't know. I, just, I, don't, yeah. I, I really don't know. I don't know who wanted to wear only one of them who wanted. I normally just get the command one. I, I normally just get both of them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I get both shoulder patches, the reverse flag. I get the command one and I wear them. Like I never really thought about like, you know, mixing and matching them yeah. or whatever. It used to be some sneakers. You ever heard of the, like the Lotto sneaker where you could change the logo and the shoestrings? It's like you got like six pairs of sneakers, but it's only one. <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> you never heard of those? No. They like the old Lottos, man. Yeah, they, they <laughs> Lottos, man. I think uh, Saucony is how you pronounce it. Some people say Saucony, but I think Saucony did it as well. Um well, you could just switch the logo, man. You got a whole different pair of sneaks, man. Yeah, now, man. if you, if you, you know, they, they in Philly is called Dict, right? Dict is is a weird name if anybody listening, 
But in Philly, dicked is when you mess up your sneakers, right? When you bend them up, you dirty them, all that shit, right? So, like, whether you change your logos or not, if you dick up the front of your your sneakers, they still some dicked sneakers. So they still a messed up pair of sneakers. Like, oh man, I ain't know Philly had their own language over there, man. Philly use their own. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Own yeah. words, it's, making up yeah. new words and shit. Yeah, yeah. My boys got a podcast. Uh, shout out to TRM podcast and they was talking about Philly slang and that's what they call it. like it's like it's, it's it's too it's too it was like you know your sneakers are dicked or they would say like dicked your boots right and that's a whole different now this sounds very weird to anybody that's not from Philly listening like why does this dude keep saying that but like dicked your boots and having dicked boots are like two different things and these dudes broke that down on their podcast so <laughs> I'm kind of biting right now but you know dicked your boots mean you got beat up right that was bad that's old Philly slang like if you got your boots dicked, you got beat up. But also, if you got dicked boots, that means you messed your boots up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's like, you know, so, yeah. uh, but shout out to TRN. TRN yeah. Podcast. I was listening to them. They made me think about this and all of that. So just because you changed the logo on your lottos, and that don't mean that you could walk through the mud and play six <laughs> games of football. Them things going to be messed up, man. Shout um, out to Philly. Yeah, man, Philly for sure. Um, stop jumping in that water, man. Stop jumping in that ice <laughs> water. That ain't, that's not okay. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, one of the instructions that everybody's been dying to see change, right? Um, everybody's just been dying because we've been so complicit on this one thing, man, and nobody has went against the grain with this, and that's military covers worn in privately owned vehicles, right? Effective <laughs> immediately, right? So all you guys... You could finally feel relieved. I know we've been sitting patiently just following this thing, and we've been wondering when it was going to change. The requirement to wear a cover while in uniform when entering, exiting, and driving on military installations in a POV is rescinded. As a military courtesy, covers should be worn by the driver of a POV when entering a military installation if required to return a salute. Covers will remain worn in uniform while transiting in military or government vehicles unless impractical, impractical for safety and security reasons. So there you go. All you dudes that been keeping your covers on and naming, I know you really squared away. God, man, always following the Navy policies. You've been wearing your cover in vehicles waiting for a change, man. There's your change. Man, I ain't, I said right there, I ain't never, <laughs> I never hold it with my cover but you know what? This goes further than that to me, though, man. Like, when have we started? And this, 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 I could be wrong. So you guys call me out if I'm wrong. So I could be. But are officers saluting in the vehicle when they driving in? Yeah. Well, if they drive in, so you I can was sit down. So you this. can sit down and salute now. Is that a, is that a, is that a thing? Turn to salute. They return and salute. Yeah. So I was talking to some officers about it too, and they thing was you don't supposed to sit down and salute. How? Like so I read I, in I an instruction. How? Yeah, I read I, an instruction. If if an officer drive past you and you know it's an officer, you supposed no, to salute. No, we salute. Yes. Now I'm not talking about us. I'm talking about the officer that's driving the POV. Oh. But they got the cover. I mean, you're not saluting them if they're not covered. But what I'm saying is, so they so whether they put their hand, they driving. So they, I mean. They, probably not gonna put their hand up but they not you issuing a salute like it's this should be you know yeah i mean no no i'm, I'm not i'm not talking about the person at the gate i'm talking about the person that's that's I'm, in the POV. yeah returning the salute, Return right? the salute. And we, yeah so somebody please i know we probably gonna sound really stupid here but i don't think that you have to put your hand to your cover when you're driving 
but you should be covered to be exactly. saluted. Yeah. And yeah. so that return of the salute is just the idea that you have your cover on when somebody's saluting you. So return of the salute. So the return of the salute is just the ideal of you returning that salute. We probably wrong as hell about this, and that's why we probably need to read instructions. Yeah, we do. we get it. Hey, help us out, people. Help us out with this one. Help us out. Help us out. Do your sellers, man. Make sure y'all read those instructions, man. Yeah, man. Uh, BMR, basic military requirements. I'm sure it's in there somewhere. Like, like buy your leave, sir, man. Yeah, but I tell you, but but I did security now for three years. I did security. Yeah, no shit. When people come through that gate. We had to salute all the officers, and the officers were saluting us back. They salute you back, yeah, in the vehicle. So now, but I don't know if that's you know. That mean they gotta they can't be ten not. and two no. Well, we well we not supposed to be ten and two no more anyway, right? Yeah. But, but they it, gotta but, be ten and then boom. Yeah, man. But they, but the vehicle is stopped too though. The vehicle is like stopped right there, showing the ID, and then you salute. They salute. It ain't like they drive it yeah. through and keep going type shit. Positive but, control, man. Yeah, positive but, control. They, you still need positive control. You got your foot on the gas. You got your foot on the brake. You need that positive control, yeah, man. I might not. Uh, officers don't like it, most likely, right? Officers yeah. probably tired yeah. of that shit, yeah. you know. So they probably wanted that rescinded. Like, yeah, like, all right, we don't want to just keep. I'm gonna write that like, down, man. Salute. I'm gonna write that down because I'm gonna I'm gonna probably talk about that next week, man. Because I want to know some facts on. on do this yeah, 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 yeah. We need. We got to be responsible. Yeah, man. We got to be responsible, man. Yeah. We got to provide some sort of answer for that. But I'm, I'm, I'm sure it bothered like some people. Oh like, yeah, man. Like, yo, take this away. Take this rule away. All right, next one. So some of these we didn't get into, but there's a few more we did talk about. Uh, female dress shoes, pumps, effective immediately. Maximum heel height for female dress shoes is increased from two and five eighths to three inches. Mm. Not a lot. <laughs> Not a lot. Like I don't know how much. I don't know what the the size difference is. Our female. Where is our female audience? Our, like, hit us up. Let us know what's going on. Actually. Hit us up, DM us. Let us know how, like, how important this is. That, no, that went eights. from five, from five eighths to three inches, right? Yeah. Shit, that's pretty good, man. Yeah, five, five, eights, five eights is, is, is less over than over a half. Yeah, not even an right, inch, little, right? Not even an inch. No, we talking about going to three inches. Oh man, they styling and profiling now, man. Oh yeah. man. They, yeah, they could get a little bit higher. And then they could buy like uh shoes from a civilian source as long as it's the right color. So yeah. I mean it that that's that's good to go. But I want to know what this means, like for real. Is it really I mean, a big says, deal? How big of a deal is this? That's what we want to know. Yeah. This is a big deal. Yeah. I it think says, so though. Uh, three. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I would love to know. It says three inch hills are considered the maximum hill height worn in professional work or business environments. So uh male swimwear effective immediately. <laughs> Authorized male swimwear. So funny about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, I was you know, you know, you know crazy. what? You know what? Why I'm laughing before you even get started, man. I'm laughing because it's a reason why they putting this out. Yeah, you know what I mean. Somebody talked about this nav admin about swimwear for males. You know, somebody had to bring that up in some type of f- event or something for it to be, you know, talked about. This the ice cream social, man, before the deployment get extended. That's all this is, man. <laughs> they put out the COVID uh, mandatory vaccine. New people wasn't going to like that. That's how that's ice cream social, man. Yeah, we about man. to extend these guys. I mean, that's why That's why it got put out, man. Uh, 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 male swimwear, effective immediately authorized male swimwear, is expanded to include performance uh, competition swimwear. 
So you could, um, whatever they were wearing, you could, um, for the physical readiness test and uh, physical training, you could uh, have performance competition swimwear. I'm not a part of the swim culture, so I don't know what this means. Um, we already know when we did an episode about remedial swim, <laughs> I ain't in the swim culture. So, so I don't know what this means. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> okay. All right, cool. Uh, uh, but for the guys that are, kudos, man. You got, you know, you got what you wanted some type of way. Good luck. Uh, command, in, command insignia. This was one for officers, I think. Uh, and um, it's effective immediately. Um, it's got got to do about got to do with command insignia insignia being worn for officers. I'm not going to read it, but if you're an officer and you know what it means, uh, good job, good 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 thing, man. Kudos or whatever the word is. All right, do ID badge option. That's another one I'm not going to read. Um, but if you wanted to wear do ID, get on you, you you got it, man. Do ID. Uh, all right, prescription and the do ID one is big, man. It's yeah, like a whole yeah. like uh, manner of wear. So this this is a thing. So it's a whole demographic of people that care about this. This <laughs> is not us. <laughs> uh, prescription eyeglasses <laughs> effective sixty days from the release of this message. Authorized prescription eyeglasses and frames worn in uniform must be silver slash gray, black, brown, navy blue, gold, or clear, translucent. The frame around the lens can be of a different but authorized color. Frame color can also consist of a combination of two authorized colors. I think that's uh, a san- one of the sanity check ones. I'm sure because I know people have not probably been wearing glasses with the right color frame. Yeah. So I think that was one of those sanity check ones. All right. We didn't drop some good stuff. We gave y'all some good stuff. Now we're going to get y'all right back up. But, but you know, yeah. It, but, you know, one one key thing about the glasses that I thought was 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 pretty good that you could have a logo small logo on there yeah yeah i saw that yeah so i think yeah, before that, that was a, a deal because you're trying to find some glasses that's all whatever color all yeah. black all whatever and now you can have a logo so i think that's a big deal yeah like i, I only i'm only wearing gucci you know gucci mm-hmm. frames you i know, know i know how you roll i know so, how you roll. Yeah, like, what? like louis <laughs> louis v gucci chanel man louis gucci chanel you know what I mean? And it, 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 I can't take that logo off. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's hard enough trying to find an all-black book bag. You know yeah, what I'm I know, saying? Right? I'm on a Lululemon for 40 minutes trying to find. So, no, I can't have any logo. Like, That's crazy. You know, my, my Under Armour mask is the best mask available for anybody with COVID. But mm. the Under Armour sign, I can't wear it. So, now I'm choking in my N95 every day in the office. <laughs> <laughs> just choking. Just can't breathe. Face purple. Uh, uh, sunglasses. Effective 60 days from the release of the message. Authorized sunglasses. Same thing, right? Yeah. Um, authorized sunglasses worn with the uniform must have solid color frames that may be silver, gray, black, navy, blue, brown, tan, gold, or green. Um, lenses will be non-mirrored. Please, please don't wear mirror lens glasses. Please, man. <laughs> the, I, the dude with the bald head with the sideburns <laughs> got, the mirror, got the mirror lens glasses. Don't do that, man. <laughs> don't, don't do that. Uh, non-merit, black, brown, dark green, or dark gray. Sunglasses may have logos, as you spoke about, yep. on the frame and our glasses. Right? So that's, you know, that's that. We ain't talking about the UV-protected logo that at the CVS. That's that sort of thing. You take that sticker <laughs> off. We talk about the real, the real yeah. logo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> here we go. When not in use, sunglasses will not be worn on top of head, are hanging around are off 
the neck. Oh, right? that's the biggest part of the whole thing right there, man. Don't have that shit <laughs> hanging all over the place, man. <laughs> that's what we really care uh, about. We really care about, you know what I mean, that part of it, man. So that's good. Do you do you you wear sunglasses? I do. Do you rest them on top of your hat when you're not wearing them? I have. I have before. Uh-huh. So I, when I go in, like in a store or something, and, you know, I just might take them off like this and put them up here. If I have a hat on, yeah, yeah I might do that, yeah. Not I always see I always see people that rest the sunglasses on top of their hat. They'll always think that they can hunt. Like, like you know when hunting season. <laughs> like, you, <laughs> like, you know when it's hunting season. So where yours go? Where you put yours? You could shoot some game. I actually... When my face is as round as it is right now, I don't wear sunglasses because they squeeze the middle part of my eyes. And I just, I look really bad. I look like RoboCop or somebody. Like I look, it's somebody else who had like the real bad eye area that I just can't think of that I know I look like when I wear sunglasses when my face is like fat like it is, like round fat like it is right now. It's just, it's just, it's just not a good look for me. Um, so I, so I refrain from wearing them, but if I did rest them, I definitely wouldn't have a lanyard with them resting on a lanyard. I wouldn't do that. That's like, oh, I need to put my glasses on, but I do wear the lanyard when we in like a yard period or something like that. I tuck it somewhere or something like that. But I, I I don't walk around with my civilian clothes and yo, um, I could put my glasses on in 0.8 seconds because they right here. I I don't do that, but I also don't put it. That's like, I, I, yeah, I always think if you. Most people who wear their glasses like on top like that, I l- I think they could be also like an off duty cop. Like you are off duty cop. Are <laughs> uh, you? <laughs> you probably got some surfing hat on, oh, but like man. a netted, like a netted side. You are off duty cop. Most likely those glasses are Oakley. Come on, like let's yeah, be serious. Oakley, Most Oakley. likely they Oakleys. Oakleys. <laughs> Most likely they Oakley. Most likely they Oakleys. And you, you know what I'm saying? But. But I don't do it. That's that's not a knock on people. You just said you do it. So that's yeah, yeah. that's definitely not definitely a lie. That's yeah. just not something that I do. I also look at them people that, like, if you do mention that, they'll whoop your ass. I ain't never seen nobody with glasses resting over top of their hat that I ain't think could, whoops, could whoop ass. Like, you're even yeah, talking like, to, oh, look at, oh looking like, yeah, oh, yeah. he got his glasses yeah. up there. Mm-hmm. If, for instance, if, if I'm at Walmart and somebody runs into Walmart to, like, rob the Walmart or whatever... And I and I like duck down and get myself to safety. I would assume that the dude with the glasses or his hat is the person that's going to intervene. What, what are you doing, <laughs> like, man? What, what you, you're not going <laughs> to do nothing. <laughs> no, no. But the person with the glasses on his hat is going to take that robber down. <laughs> like, like he, his, <laughs> it's that. Oh man, you it's like, that you, person. They go. <laughs> man, that's a real man, bro. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, my like, expectations is for you to go in right yeah, now, man. Yeah, a hero. Like, like. <laughs> Like, hey, why are you not doing that? You got glasses <laughs> on your hat. Like, yo, take that motherfucker what's, down. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, um, uh, bracelets, uh, bracelets, wristwatches, smartwatches, and fitness trackers. Oh yeah, Eff- effective sixty days. So now, so this this mean right here: bracelets, wristwatches, smartwatches, and fitness trackers. If you didn't notice already, now you know, right? Uh, effective 60 days from the release of this message. Wristwatch wear and uniform is expanded to include smartwatches and fitness trackers, right? So this is what this means. Effective 60 days. So if you're somebody like me 
and you wasn't really paying attention to the fact that you shouldn't have been wearing your damn smartwatch and uniform already, you know now that you can't wear that shit for another 60 days. <laughs> right? That's what you know, right? You already know now. Yeah. You For 60 more days, you can't wear your smartwatch. Yeah. Right? So it's your move. What you going to do? I you tell gonna take you, it man. off? <laughs> yeah, that's... that's- that's crazy though, man. Like I, they most got me. They got me, man. On two or three of these, man, I've been like in the wrong, man. Like real bad. Well, which, well you got sixty days, so now yeah, you now know I, now. Yeah, so, no, I do know. I do know, but I don't know if I can take so that, that old thing. Gonna be on the nightstand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it also says one. Uh, just another one that always kill me, man. Some of the stuff that we, you know, we gotta point out. Only one wristwatch, smartwatch, and one fitness tracker can be worn. On each different wrist. I mean, you can't double up on the watches, man. You can't have two, three watches. You can't have a watch and a bracelet. You can't have a watch, a regular watch and a smart watch. Yeah, none of that. None of that. No go. Uh, Yeah, you can't be out here looking like who? Like, who wears more than one watch on their wrist? I don't know. Um, Authorized wristwatches, smart watches, and fitness tracker colors when wearing a Navy uniform include solid black. Brown, dark green, gray, navy, blue, tan, white, copper, gold, silver, and that's metal, and gold, silver combinations, metal only, right? Mm. There's no pink on there. Mm. That's that's the one thing that stuck out to me. And it's probably because I see somebody with a pink smartwatch like every single day. So I'm going to have to tell them like, mm. hey, you wrong. You know, ain't no pink you know? on that rap. Right? Just to give you yeah. a hint. So you got like, 60 days, though. You tell them now. You see, you already saw I'm going to tell them that, too. You let yeah, them know. Th- th- hey. This is what I'm going to tell them. I'm going to be like, yo, you wrong. Yeah. be like, why am I wrong, senior? You got on a pink smartwatch. Yeah. And be like, well, so what's no. wrong with having a pink smartwatch? Mm. Uh, first off, your, spot, your smartwatch can't be pink. Second off, you got 53 days. You yeah. can't be wearing no smartwatch. Exactly. Just so yeah. you know. You see, I don't have so mine see- on. Yours, 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 and that look still got the I print. I got a smartwatch on. Yeah, 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 still got the print on your arm still, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Where your watch was at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, yeah, your shit faded. <laughs> like you try to act like you just took it off just to correct the seller. You just, that is a violation. That's dirty. You, you're dirty. If, you, hey, if you're khaki and you did that, you're hey, dirty. Motherfucker walked by your office. You like this. Yeah, I'm time going to, to get him. <laughs> Time to correct some sailors. Let me take my damn smartwatch. Hey, this out, man. Going hey, get shipmate. Yeah. Shipmate. Going in. Going in. You read the instruction? Oh, mm-hmm. uh, man. Yeah, man. I, I guess we should just let Big Navy know that people still going to be having their smartwatches yeah. on for the next 60 yeah. days. Sorry. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. sorry. That's going to happen, though. Sorry, guys. Uh, smartwatches and fitness trackers are subject to applicable security regulations. I mean, you still can't go in certain spaces. Yeah. You still can't go to certain places if you're wearing your smartwatch, right? Yep. Um, and I'm not going to read who released it or nothing about who wrote it because that would mean that I know. And uh, I just had a lot of fun with this topic. So we're yeah. going gonna to leave it at that. But that's they, that's the topics, man. They didn't yeah, have that happens. That's, 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 that's a, it's a lot, a lot to digest, man. You guys need to mo- most definitely get out there and read this, man, and, and, and make sure you understand all the all the things, but it's some good ones in there, man. Some some stuff that I didn't understand, I didn't I either didn't understand or didn't care about. But um, it's also some good stuff in there, man. And um, so to me, um, it almost looked like some of the voices are being heard. Maybe not, yeah. maybe yeah. not everything, but you know, people are um, are listening a little bit, man. Um, yeah. So yeah. 
We'll see what happens from here, man. We got a couple more things that we need to make sure we address. And we talked about that earlier, especially with the hair thing with, for males. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they hit some stuff, man. So I kind of like this NAV admin, man. I think a lot of people do. I think this, like you said before, you know, you hit them with the COVID. Then you hit them with this little nice little, you know, NAV admin here. Yeah, man. Surf <laughs> so, and turf. Yeah, man. So. Keep, uh, I guess the one thing I take from that is keep speaking. Keep speaking. It's not falling on deaf ears, like you just said. Yeah. Keep talking. Keep keep raising the questions. Keep trying to do it the right way. You know, you got the right way to do it. You got the wrong way to do it. Um, keep trying to do it the right way um, so that these changes could be, these institutional changes could be made and they can affect everybody. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to get in trouble to voice how you feel about, you know, something. You know what I'm saying? This ain't yeah. a rights movement or something like that. This is an organization that if enough people have something to say, we could probably make something, get something done and make some changes. You know what I'm saying? So that's, 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 that's that on that. Most definitely. All right, man. Thank you for your service. Yeah, man. That's the, that's the, um, the movie choice we got right now, man. Thank you for your service, man. Um, so I, we, we talked a little bit about this movie. Uh, I already watched the movie a while back. Um, But I think at the time I watched the movie, um, and I can't remember the name of the song, but it was a song that came out at the same time, which which also was a big deal. Um, the movie was like, um, I don't know if you know it now. I'm sure you're going to explain like who wrote it and all that type of, I mean, who uh, was in it and all that stuff. But I also remember it was a big deal. It was a powerful, kind of a powerful movie for the time that what was going on. But I remember it didn't do well. No, and I and I also remember it was a it was a good it was a song out man. Did you read anything about a song? Those out about this movie? No, I'm about to look no. that up, man. It's a, it was that, a song that, out. that that coincided the movie. Yeah, it coincided with the yeah. movie. Yeah, nah. Was it a big song? Was yeah, that like a big I'm a, deal? yeah, yeah. I'm gonna look okay, that. It, was, yeah. it was a big song. Yeah, I, I don't know nothing about it. I I just know that it came out in 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, starred Miles Teller. And it's directed by Jason Hall, and it's based on a book, and it's also based on a true story. And I think that true story is by uh, Jason Hall. Um, if I if I'm correct, no, I'm wrong. But yeah, so it's based on a true story. It's based on like uh, some some um, reports and stuff like that, and it's about uh, you know a guy returning home from Iraq, right, with PTSD. Yeah. Yo, I'm I'm watching it now. What, what what was your take on it? What was your take on it? Um, it, it I think it resonates that what was going on, man. The PTSD thing. Um, this is stuff uh-huh. that that really affected people. Uh, that was in uh, in any kind of uh, war, any type of combat, or anything like that, man. Uh, stuff like this. This is what and I, what I realized was in this movie, man. This is what um, people could not, you know get out of their head man they over there they overseas yeah. they seeing you know dead bodies limbs all type of stuff man you that's that's hard man and and, and when yeah. you when you come back to to your life or your reality sometimes you cannot like forget or lose that man and, and that's why you know i think this movie um touched touched me man because because when you look at it man like no crap man like that could be a hard situation to overcome, man. People, yeah. um, p- 
people was putting a put, he he was man, he saved in the movie per se he saved a lot of lives a lot of people could have died you know because yeah. of you know of him and the stuff he's seen and and all this type of stuff man it was hard for him to go back and be a normal yeah. husband and to and a father to his uh kids and, and, and wife so the book right just so i could be you know uh a decent person here the book is by david finkel right so that's what the book is by that book is from 2013 the movie is from 2017 yeah um a lot of things, I'm not done the movie, right? I'm midway in. Um, so you're getting like a live review of the movie from me. Um, so far, so good. Uh, Miles Teller, so I'm not expecting a Leonardo DiCaprio, Mel Gibson war movie type. You know what I'm saying? I'm expecting a Miles Teller movie. You know what I mean? Like a middling kind of film, um, to be honest. But so far, so good. Um, it starts out... his. One of the dudes he would get shot in the head, man. It's crazy, man. I don't know how much you remember this, but he gets shot in the head. Boom. Miles Teller's like walking him down the steps and drops him, right? So the dude's like still alive, like a little, like it's it's a fatal wound, yeah. right? But he's still alive a little. And, and and as he walking him down, he he falls, like he trips, falls. The dude hits his head. And now it's like, if he wasn't dead, he's dead, right? Yeah. Um, they get home. Uh, the moment that they come home and all of this stuff kind of like matters. So the moment they come home, one of the dudes who died, I, I'm, I'm kind of confused if it's the same dude or not. It's Amy Schumer is the actress though, plays this dude's wife. And she walks the, before my man gets to say hi to his wife and kiss his baby. The lady walks up and asks about how her husband died. You know mm. what I'm saying? The wife now is the wife. The, the, the role of the wife is like one of the kind of, coolest things i've seen in a movie about uh ptsd our war because it's about how much she's trying to connect with him but realizing mm -hmm. that she can't yeah right but she's, yep. she's still trying to be a good wife and some of her expectations on her husband seem to still be the same you yep. know what i'm saying so they, they they go to a restaurant she tells them pretty much like i didn't want that to happen you know the lady walking up on him she's like this day was supposed to be perfect you know it was supposed to be good to go she messed that up they get home, he making breakfast, right? And I guess they must have had a baby. She must have been pregnant before he left. They had a baby while he was gone. So he doesn't really have a connection with the baby. So he's yeah. talking to the older kid and saying stuff. She's like, well, you forgetting about him. He's talking about the jobs he's about to get. And she's like, yo, that's like not the job to get now. They go to a race, like a, a racetrack, like fast cars, very loud. She's, she's wanting to connect with them at that place, right? Now, in my opinion... In my opinion, she's trying to connect with him wrong, right? That's not the right setting. However, she's probably trying to find the right setting to connect with him, yeah. right? That ain't it. Connect with him a different way, but she's trying to connect with him near. He walks off, good to go. He's trying to find different, like, replace, like, different things to replace actually spending time with, like, because at first he don't even realize he got PTSD. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he, you know, but I start to notice that he's not spending time with his wife. You know, he's trying to do a bunch of other stuff with his friends and stuff like that. So remember, this is about three of them. The one dude just want to go back, but he had a TBI. So they giving him hell to get back. The other dude, and I knew this. I'm sitting in the car with the wife. I'm talking kind of fast because we, we'll, we'll be wrapping up soon. This might be our longest episode ever. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm walking. I mean, I'm talking to Angeline, me and her watching the, the movie, and the dude in the taxi alone. I'm like, his wife cheated. I didn't know she was gone. But I've been in the Navy long enough. <laughs> like, 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 I'm like, his wife cheated. Yeah. Something happened. 
You know, but he gets home, girlfriend not there. He got to sleep on a floor, no furniture. She wiped his account out. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We saw this a lot of times, our own friends. I know somebody who said they went home, tried to surprise their uh, wife. I I, I forgot. I know. I think I know who it is. But they went home to surprise their wife. And when they got home, she was cheating. Like she was like another dude was at the house. But um, so he gets home, nobody home, everything wiped out. Dude trying to help him, but dude got problems on his own. So he's, hey, you could come chill at my house without even talking to his wife. Mm. You know, you come here however long you want. Dude go there one night. He leaves in the morning, goes to the ex job. She works at a bank. He pulls out a gun. Boom. Suicide. Kills himself. Right. If you ain't see this movie yet, I'm sorry. Um, but these are all spoilers. This movie came out in 2017. So he kills himself. So now you got the two friends. Remember, they went out hunting. They went hunting. And the one dude couldn't even go. Like, he, you know, he didn't have his, his glasses, the uh, infrared glass or whatever. Uh, well, the night vision goggles, he didn't have them. Yeah. So he didn't never leave. But the dude thought he was out there. He's like, yo, what was you doing, man? I could have killed you out there. He's like, I wasn't even out there, man. You know, so then he started to realize, man, I got PTSD. Now, kind of where I stopped the movie at was when they were at the VA. <laughs> And you got a packed room. This, you know, before COVID, of course. But you got a packed room, like lobby area, waiting area at the VA, and they trying to get service. It's like ninety dudes out there. You got dudes with fluid coming out their bodies, mm. uh, bags, colostomy, all, all types of stuff, right? Yeah. And the ladies like, yo, it's gonna be an um, a nine month. Uh, you're gonna be you're backed up for nine months. She's like, it's a not after we get you signed and for the support. That, well, before then, before then, let me get in before then real quick. Um, that they they walk past one of the he one of his highest high ranking officers saw him and his boy at the VA. He was like, hey, what y'all doing here? And he was like, we signing up for services. And the dude said, you were my hammer out there. Don't let these young guys see you like this. Or whatever, it would make the service look bad. I was like, "Yo, that's what that even means." (laughs) Yeah, I remember that point too. Yeah, right. So that pissed them off. So now they back back to the waiting room. They in the waiting area, um, and she's like nine months. He's like, "Yo, do you really think they got this much time? They gotta like they gotta wait nine months to even begin to start getting help. You know that first meeting ain't ain't nothing." Yeah, yeah. And I remember one of my junior sellers, uh, you know, talking to me like, hey, this pass the ball until somebody say they're going to be responsible and then we're waiting still. That's, you know, that's a problem. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So the lady jumped up to help. But that's where I'm at in the movie. So, so yeah. far, so good. It's about a real thing. I could feel it. Um, some of the things with the wife, I really feel like she's trying to connect with them, but can't. I think my wife was really feeling it my wife is one that uh looks at like coming back from deployment as a new thing and she yeah. was looking at certain things there's been a couple things that she changed while i was gone and i'm like she's like yeah i don't do that no more you know but i'm like yo these are like lifestyle changes that now and i gotta you know so uh it's we it's relatable and we like it so far yeah. we'll finish it and then also on top of that though he's and when he first get home too he's trying to though like he both are really like yeah. trying to connect with each yeah. other is just it's just hard, man. But the name yeah, of that remember the, he tried to make the pancake? Yeah, yeah. 
Then found out what? Daughter? Yeah, she don't like chocolate. She don't like no chocolate. More. Yeah, she hates it's crazy. it. Crazy. He called. He, she called him like a dodo bird or something. Yeah, it's crazy. The name of that song I was talking about earlier is from Bruce Springsteen. Man, uh, it's called mm. Freedom um, Cadence. So okay, yeah, it, it goes along with with that with that movie. It was a big song um, during that time, man. Yeah, it was, it was associated with okay. Yeah. yeah, so right now, midway through, I got the movie at like a, a three and a half to a four. Um, yeah. It's it's good so far. It's good. Three and a half is not bad. Three no, and a no, half no, is no, it's good. It's good. one and a half away from five. Yeah. So I'm I'm probably around the same way. Um and, and, and it's a lot of and, and again, um I kind of relate to that too. I've all heard stories, you know what I mean, about about stuff, people going over there and PTSD and all that stuff. So I kind of relate more to it. That's why I'm giving it like a four also. Um because I kind of can relate to it, man. I, and, I, and the stories they yeah. telling and coming from deployments and coming from doing things and coming back, I just relate to the to the movie a little bit. Yeah, it's a current story. It's relevant to now. Yeah, it's relevant to right now. It's relevant to just everybody coming back from Afghanistan and stuff like that. It's relevant to us talking about uh, vets with PTSD regarding Afghanistan and stuff like that. So um, we'll put all the resources and stuff like that in the podcast as well in the description of the podcast yeah so the last thing i got here is something that i went over when i was in school for expanded operational stress control and uh somebody recommended a book the book is called Nonviolent communication a language of life life-changing tools for healthy relationships Nonviolent communication guides by marshall b rosenberg phd mm-hmm. right and then deepak Chopra does the uh, forward for the book. Um, real good book. Um, always, you know, me and my wife, she practices. I didn't notice, you know, um, but when I started talking to her about the book, she was like, yeah, I read that a while ago. And I learned so much about her from just knowing that she read that book. Yeah. Um, I realized why she words certain things, certain ways and stuff like that. So nonviolent communication is kind of getting into explaining how you feel about something vice what you think about something are being so forward and how somebody wronged you um and a lot of the words that we use are normally like wrong like when we say you always late are you always it's the person's not always late yeah you know what i'm saying so then it's like how does this person being late make you feel you know what i'm saying he broke down this one story about uh, the lady was upset at her husband because he was controlling the money. Um, and she's like, well, he's like, well, uh, you know, what, what are you upset about? You know, she's like, is he controlling the money? But when he's like, how, how does it make you feel? She's like, it make me feel like he's an asshole or something. He's like, that's not how it makes you feel. Him being an asshole is not a feeling. How does it make you feel? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's about just communicate. The other the other last little story from that was he went to a job. The employees, they were talking about the manager um, and the manager. He talked too much at the meetings. <laughs> he talked too much at the meetings. That was that's pretty much it. He yeah. always went off topics. The meetings last way too long. And he's like, um, he, they was like, well, you know, why do you think he does that? It is because like, he's an asshole. He just want to talk. Well, how does it make you feel? It just make us feel like he just want. So he, so he broke it down to them. Um, it finally came out that what they thought was that he spent too much time about these other topics that he don't get to the important stuff about, you know, the job. Yeah. So 
He's like, all right, let's call him in. Let's let's bring him in. So they brought him in. He said he quickly realized like that their feelings were legit. Like like <laughs> like the dude was going off like, yeah, when I was in Vietnam, and oh. he's like, so he quickly saw. He was like. But they were bringing them in so they could talk to them, right? So he said, instead of them saying something, he started to see them snickering and putting their head down, shaking their heads, and just letting them go. So he was like, enough of this. We came here for a reason. We came here so that y'all could communicate how y'all feel. And then he was like, so go ahead. And he was like, you know, he was like, well, we feel like you talk too much. He was like, y'all just reverted right back to the same thing again. Mm -hmm. You know, so they was able to explain to him what happened, how it affected them and what the problem was or whatever. And he was actually able to change because he understood what the problem was. Yeah. So it was considered to be nonviolent communication where you didn't attack somebody to help to try to get them to change or when it come to explaining something. So really good book. I would suggest it for everybody. Um, I probably would suggest to get the book and actually read it because the audio book what i do the dude got a real smooth voice you know what i'm saying and i it was cool for me at first like yo this dude real smooth real cool dude but after about three hours of an audio book you know you start to this voice a little bit too smooth yeah (laughs) you know what i'm saying i don't need this dude uh talking to me yeah uh at this more at this time of day it just make me want to go lay down and go go to sleep yeah yeah yeah, so so that was the book, Nonviolent Communication, The Language of Life. That was the book, and, I mean, this was the episode. Yeah, man, <laughs> good, 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 good episode, man. I hope we put a lot of good information out there, man. Make sure you guys keep an update, you know, man, on all the messages that's coming out. Keep yourself current. Remember this, knowledge is power, man. So knowledge is power. So make sure you guys up to date on everything. Bye-bye. Pose.